Are we live? Well, we should be. That's the instant live right there. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me <laughs> yet again. Hey, they changed it. Normally, when I go live, it's like a little delay, and I got to kind of wait to time it to say, and we are live. But that was different. YouTube, you're changing way too much. Well, we got a whole lot going on all over the place. There's so much happening. Biting, stumbling, tumbling, bumbling. Like I almost stumbled, bumbled, and tumbled throughout this introduction. <laughs> this man fell up the stairs. I've seen people fall down the stairs. How you fall up the stairs? And then fall multiple times. Like not just once or twice, but quite a few times he fell. Also, I got to talk about this uh, drag queen story hour guy that got arrested on you know what. You already know what time it is with that situation. I can't uh, imagine that anyone is surprised at the reason why this guy got arrested. Also, the White House, the White House hypocrisy talking about, oh, we're going to push to decriminalize marijuana and it's not really a big deal. All this, that and the third. But hey, if you're in the White House as a staff member and you smoke weed within the past, I don't know, six months, a year. And you come from a state like California where it's legal, where we're going to go ahead and fire you right now or kick you out of the White House, basically. Stimmy mad. People are quitting because of the stimulus checks. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And again, I thank y'all for being here. You guys could be almost anywhere in the world. Hopefully your state is open wherever you live, but you're right here with me. And I appreciate y'all for that. If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the channel, please give the video a thumbs up. Also, if you're not subscribed to the channel yet, I'm not sure why you wouldn't be subscribed, but please go ahead and subscribe. And thank y'all for helping me get to 800,000 subscribers. I really appreciate you guys for that. You know, but that's, we're not done. That's, that's a milestone, but we're trying to get to a million and more. We're trying to, the next big milestone for me, honestly, would be a million subs. And once we get to a million, we'll go to two and three and four and so on and so forth. Right. We'll we'll get to many more milestones after we hit that one million subscriber mark. So, again, thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. And oh, this show will be available as an audio only show on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether it be Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. A link for that will be in the description box. You can just search for this particular show on your favorite audio streaming platform by searching ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Now, we got a whole lot to get through. I'm not sure where to begin. Um, I kind of want to just get to Biden a little bit later. You know, in case guys are late coming in a little bit late, I'm going to get to Biden in a little bit. I'm going to jump around a little bit in my topics list, and I'm going to mention some things that may not necessarily be in a topics list throughout this show. And, of course, when we get to the calls, a little bit later. Now, let's talk about the White House right quick. The White House hypocrisy. Matter of fact, no, I don't want to start right there because that's that's kind of a, a sensitive topic for some people. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's talk about the drag queen that got arrested. That's that's a good non-sensitive topic right there. So this guy, um, Blom, I think his name is, B-L-O-M-M-E, Blom. This guy was the president of the Drag Queen Story Hour. It's like a, a foundation, I suppose. I'm I'm not really sure what they do aside from just kind of like get in front of kids and do inappropriate things. But anyway, 
There's a foundation called the Drag Queen Story Hour Foundation. And if you guys don't know, what they do is they dress up in drag. These are men, by the way. I'm not, I'm not being homophobic or transphobic or using the wrong pronouns. No, these are men, biological men that dress as women, right? But not necessarily just as women. They go way above and beyond. All right, you're talking about space alien type costumes, scary costumes. I saw one guy that had a costume of what a meth addict would look like normally. You understand? So I can't tell if that's art imitating life or vice versa, but I digress. The whole point is that these guys dress up in really scary uh, female-like outfits, and they go and read books in libraries and things of this nature to kids. Now, this guy I'm talking about, the former president of the Drag Queen Story Hour Foundation, was also a children's court judge in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay? This guy got caught with not one, not two, but 27 counts of child you-know-what on his phone, his computer, a little bit of everywhere. They said this guy was so brazen and so bold, he was uploading things from his house and from chambers. So the obvious question is, okay, if you're getting caught with these pictures of kids and you're about to go to the penitentiary, Big Rocks, Little Rocks, and you're a children's court judge, are any of the kids that came in front of you that were that were on the bench, are, are any of these kids wrapped up in these pictures? Now, from what I heard, they're, they're saying that that might not be the case. But how do we know? I have no idea. And to make matters worse, the guy, of course, is gay. He's married to a man and they got two kids that they adopted, if I'm not mistaken. And for the time being, the kids have to stay with the um, the so-called dads. But they're trying to get them assigned to foster care. And it, that, that should have been the first thing. Before you lock them up, before you do anything, get them kids out of the situation. They are in danger, all right? But people, a lot of liberals, a lot of left coast um, morons, not anybody happened to be on the left coast. We're talking about the liberals on the left coast, not normies, but some of these far leftist nut jobs on the left coast, they'll say, well, it's okay to have Drake Queen story hour. We want our kids to be more inclusive and inviting of the LGBTQ, ABCD, community. That's what they say. That's why they bring their children to the drag queen store. When I say children, I'm talking about little kids. You got babies, Google Gaga, infants up to one, two, three, four years old, sitting and listening to a drag queen, read them a story in the library or someplace like that. One of these guys flashed the kids. That, that was a guy that had on the meth monkey drag queen outfit. He, he flashed and exposed himself. But anyway, They'll say that if you don't want to do that or you speak against it, you're being homophobic. But maybe, just maybe, if you have adult grown men that want to dress as women and these really provocative outfits and do things like twerk in front of kids, if they want to do all that, maybe they might be uh, sex offenders. Just maybe. Just maybe. All right? And the guy I'm talking about wasn't even the first person that got caught up on something like that. It was another guy that already had a criminal history of doing this and got locked up again for doing the same thing as a drag queen story hour participant as one of the so-called drag queens that were reading to the kids. So this guy, I'm not surprised in the least bit, not at all. And, and the crazy part is that he was a children's court judge. Now, what I want to say is, remember that story I did the other day about the, the lady they said was racist because she pointed out how black students are kind of underperforming and, you know, they're trying to figure out a way to get beyond it. 
Um, they, when I say they, I mean the black student union or the black law organization in, in that college, they were trying to figure out a way to look at some of her, uh, her prior students and their grades and how she graded them to see if those grades are valid or not. If we're going to do it like that, then maybe this guy needs to have his cases reviewed to see how he adjudicated and see how he judged certain things, because maybe his viewpoint is a little bit skewed from having that type of thing going on with himself. Now he's facing, I think up to what is it like 25 years in a joint for each picture. Hey, I say give him 25 for each and have them served consecutively rather than concurrently. I think concurrent. That's like when you do all the sentences at once. So if you get 25 years for each picture, you would just do 25 year sentences all at one time. So at the end of the 25 years, you're done. You didn't serve all 27 sentences. But if they do it concurrent, that's one after the other after the other. So you, you do 25, then another 25, then another 25. You're talking about beyond football numbers. You're talking about basketball numbers in the penitentiary. That's what he deserves, all right, full stop. And I hope that people that are on the left wake up to this and they're saying, hey, if you got all these guys that are getting locked up, thrown in the who's goo for this type of thing, maybe I shouldn't take my kids there. Maybe I should take my kids something more wholesome. Like, I don't know, a strawberry patch. Uh, you know, a Dr. Seuss book reading thing with regular, like whatever happened to when I was a kid, you had the regular lady, you know, the, the babushka type lady in there reading books to kids. Okay. She's about 75 years old reading books and she was straight. She's volunteering her time and it was all good. Like the, the grandma type figure, whatever happened to that. Now we got these dudes dressing like, I don't know, you know, reject movie extras Gender bending, like what's really going on in our society where that's the wave. We need to go back to more traditional type values. Have Meemaw come in there and read Dr. Seuss to kids. We didn't took Dr. Seuss out and took Meemaw out, took Guy out of the equation, quite frankly, and we didn't put in Drag Queen Story Hour, Degenerate Books, uh, Critical Race Theory, and things of that nature. So, yeah, we got to get back. We got to get back on track and get things rocking the way it's supposed to be for sure. Yeah, exactly. CD, where's the wholesomeness? The wholesomeness left the building. There's not much more wholesomeness to really have anymore, unfortunately, but we need to get back to that. I think in some parts of the country, you still have that. All right. But in a lot of these, uh, left coast areas, really big liberal areas, uh, not so much, not so much. And it's really unfortunate, but we got a whole lot happening. Um, let's talk about, let's kind of shift it a little bit. Speaking about me, malls and whatnot, let's talk about Joe Biden. Now, before I begin to get into Joe Biden and his uh, so-called mishap at, what was that? Um, when he was going to the Air Force One, walking up the steps. Before I even get to Joe Biden, people are trying to tell me, ABL, you got to be compassionate and you should pray for him. Look, man, first of all, I done already told y'all I have a nice box where my heart used to be. I can be a cold person. I'm not a mean person or a rude person, really, but I kind of see things black and white. Now, one thing about Joe Biden falling is that Joe Biden himself made fun of Donald Trump when Donald Trump was gingerly walking down the ramp at West Point last year. Remember that? Not even the full 12 months ago. This was about eight, nine months ago, back in June of 2020. Trump was on stage for hours um, after giving the speech at West Point. He um, did a salute to all the cadets 600 times. Like he said, his son was pouring down on him. 
And you know how Trump get, you know, that, that tan get to get real orange. You see super orange that day. He's this color orange right here after being on stage for a few hours, right? So as he's leaving, he's like, okay, there's a slick ramp. I got on these slick shoes. I'm not trying to fall and bust my hind parts, right? So he gingerly walked down the ramp to prevent from falling. What did they say the next day on the media? Before I get, before I get to what Joe Biden said, what did they say? Oh, what's wrong with him? Is he okay? Does he have Parkinson's? And he can't even drink water. He needed two hands to drink water. Uh, what's going on? He's talking about Joe Biden having dementia or something's wrong with him. He has dementia. He And they, they played that on the loop for like three days straight. The full 72 hours on the news cycle. This was day after day. And all, all the, 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 uh, the, the talk shows, late night talk shows talked about it. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Colbert, uh, probably Trevor Noah. Everybody talked about it. It was all the rage for a very long time. They gave him all types of diseases. They just they 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 ran him through the the ringer over that whole gingerly walking thing, right? So I'm like, okay. And then Joe Biden himself said it. Matter of fact, I want to find that right quick. I, I need to find that particular video because that just that just kind of it, it seals it for me. It, it really does. Matter of fact, I know I got it in my video right here, the one that I did. I, I know I got it in that one. I'm gonna pull it up right quick and see exactly where it's at but that that kind of just it seals it for me because it's like all right you want to talk all that and you want sympathy how how can that really be so i don't really get it i don't understand so i'm not going to give this man sympathy for falling up the steps all right you are the president allegedly this is what it comes with if you don't like getting if you don't like being criticized if you don't like the scrutiny on your back then Maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe you should do something else. All right. Oh, matter of fact, here it is. Perfect timing. Let's go ahead and tee this up. Okay. This is um, Joe Biden speaking last year about Trump walking. And I'm a, here's a perfect freeze frame right here, actually. Let me put it on the screen right quick. Give me a second. And let me see. There we go. So that's it right there. You see the freeze frame of Trump walking down the ramp at West Point. Remember this? Now, let's see if we can get Biden saying what he's saying. Let's check it out. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay? Come on. Oh, so one more time <coughs> about Donald Trump. So check this out. Look at how he steps and look how I step. Watch how I run up ramps and he stumbles down ramps. Okay, come on. Oh, that, oh, so that's fine, right? You can you can say that and it's fine. You could say that talking about oh, look at him. He's you know barely able to get down the ramp. I run up the ramp, all this and that. Oh, okay. So when you fall and bust your high parts, then I gotta just be like, oh, you know, pray for him. You know, he's an elderly man. Nah, I'm not gonna do it. Sorry. And then the thing is. We had been saying throughout the entire uh, campaign cycle that something was wrong with this man. We've been saying that. We're talking about weekend at Bernie's. We're talking about he halfway dead, got two feet in the grave. We're saying we're giving bets. Like, how long until Kamala Harris takes over? Okay, how long until she takes over? And I heard him the other day speaking about Joe Biden say, President Harris, was that an accident or is he privileged information that we don't know? Does he know that she may be the next president? And we just don't know it yet. Matter of fact, and if you've not seen the clip, if you want to see it one more time of 
Biden falling. You know I got it. You know I got it for you guys. Give me one second. Here it is. And I got more clips. I got memes and everything to show because I'm going to go there today. All right. So you see him multiple times. Like he cannot gather his footing. He just he just couldn't do it. It's one thing to kind of stumble once, but when you continue to stumble, it's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, you need you need the whole uh, you need one of them chairlifts. It's, it's a different angle. Now, I saw this angle at first. It looked worse than this angle, really, because it was like he almost vanished in the the steps. Turn it down a little bit. Just a lot of background noise. So he's walking up. And then he, he stumbles right there. <coughs> he stumbles right there. That, that should have been it, really. That should have been the only stumble. But he continued to stumble. It's like, sir, what are you doing? He's totally not even in the picture right there. It's like, sir, what is happening here? You need to tighten up and get it together. And nobody came to really, you know, check on him and see if he was straight. I think he might have came right there in the in the bottom of the um, bottom left-hand corner. <laughs> but, yeah, he looked really bad out there. He looked, he looked terrible. He said he almost did a cartwheel. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And I have I have more here. Oh, and you already know that China and, and Russia, they're they're looking at him like, sir, this this is this is not really the wave. Well, actually, they're they're liking it. China and Russia are liking it. They're loving it. I'll talk about China a little bit later, maybe. But um, okay, I got some memes, of course. Oh, let me make sure, let me make sure I got everything the way I want it. So here's one. And if you guys can't see it. It's like, bro, you seeing this? <laughs> that, and, and, and the bro you seeing this is Xi Jinping on the phone. And then you got Vladimir Putin in the other frame with the phone up to his ear. And then it's Xi Jinping again that says, hold up, got a line. And then you got, um, what's that? Uh, um, what's some North Korea guy? Kim Jong-un talking about, bro. So this is happening. Like, this is a meme, but it's happening. People are watching this all over the world. All over the world, they're watching this. It's like your president is totally weak. When they went to the summit in Anchorage, I'll talk about that maybe a little bit later. They went to the summit in Anchorage. It wasn't Biden himself. It was Tony Blinken and some staff, including the purple-haired lady for some reason. They got chewed out talking about you guys are in no position to talk to us from a place of strength. You guys are not weak. You guys are not strong anymore. We're strong. Like, it was It was terrible. It, it was really bad. And then the guy um, that Blinken was speaking to from China was saying, uh, you guys in America are divided and Black Lives Matter. You got your own problems. Don't lecture us. And the way that it was supposed to go, speaking about Anchorage right quick before we get to the next meme, the way it's supposed to go was when they go to the summit, you got the U.S. and China. Each side gives a two-minute opening statement to just talk about whatever they need. Now, Tony Blinken from the U.S. gave his two minutes, and then that was it. But the other guy, I forget his name, uh, James Arnshur or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about. But anyway, he gave a 20-minute statement obliterating Tony Blinken, and Blinken didn't say a word. Matter of fact, he did say something, 
he was like, yeah, we're imperfect. We're working on it. We're becoming the more perfect union. It looks weak on the main stage. And you got your president falling out. That does not look um, any better. Here's another meme from, uh, you know, Vladimir Putin. As Biden is falling, you have frames of Putin kind of like just smirking, then laughing, and then just cracking up, of course. And then here is another one. So this one is just Trump walking up the steps properly. And there's no problem. He's not stumbling, bumbling, nothing. It's the same steps. And he's walking up the steps fine, right? And you hear the music. He turns over. Waves. <laughs> and then now, now, now they got Biden going on the same stairs with the music. And the music ain't quite the same. It's a little bit uh, of a different um, style music, but should be the same, but it's not. And then, okay, here's another one. And it's a picture of uh, Joe Biden as he's like on the ground. And <laughs> you got Najee Harris doing a hurdle over him with his football. And then the quote, when they go low, we go high from Michelle Obama. Here's one from Trump Jr. <laughs> so Trump swinging the golf ball and he's hitting him in the back of the head and he's falling. <laughs> One more time for the road. Swing, hit, up, oh, stumble. One more swing, hit, up, oh, another swing. Are oh, you on the ground? Last one, last one. Hold on. Do I have any more? Let me check. Okay, oh, my favorite one. You guys, hold on. My favorite one. This is my favorite, okay? After this, I'm done, at least for now, until I find some more. Okay. Time. You know what happened to last time. No, no, no. This, this ain't it. This ain't it. I got, I got to find the one I really want. So y'all, y'all just hang tight. I'm, a, I'm gonna find that one. Hold on. I know exactly where it is too. That wasn't the one I wanted. Okay. And yes, there we go. Let's go ahead and just get that one by itself. Let's zoom in. Perfect. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> so if you guys can't see it like you know if it's audio only Biden's going up the steps the same way but you have like you know video game obstacles thrown in his way and each time you hear the little noise he's tripping over the obstacle um, Donkey Kong yeah Donkey Kong throwing the barrels that's what it is one barrel oh at the very top, you see Donkey Kong right there in the um, in the passageway. My favorite meme of all. So yeah, those are just a few memes I saw all over the internet. So hopefully you guys enjoyed those. I see a lot of laughing, but yeah. So hey, you know what? I'm a, I'm a laugh. And my, my thing is this, he's okay. So it's not like he, 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 he didn't get hurt or anything. If he got hurt, 
I may share less memes, but he didn't get hurt. They said he's fine. The White House said, oh, it was the wind that did it. The wind knocked him down. And the person that said that it was the wind said that they almost fell as well. So it, it wasn't really a big deal. It was the wind that did it and almost fell too. Oh, okay, it's the wind. Well, check it out. Since it was the wind and he's not hurt, how about catch these memes? And we're going to come up with more and more memes, not letting it go. You see, what the left want us to do is to go away and start crying because Trump lost allegedly and Biden won allegedly, but we're not going nowhere. So they're mad that we're not going anywhere. It's like, oh, please stop. Leave us alone. Nah, we're not going anywhere. We're going to be here. We're never going to let up. It's going to be an eternal fight. So yeah, shout out to all the meme makers. You guys are hilarious. 1,000. Oh, if it was Trump, hey, if it was Trump doing this, the media would be on his back. Like, they got on his back for not falling. You understand? He, he did not fall. He just walked slowly, and he didn't fall. They were on his back for, for days, for days. Trump, I mean, Biden just totally bit the dust. And we got we to gotta lay off? No? How about no? Hey, blame the white man? <laughs> exactly, Michael. Hey, I, I blame the white man for... Um, Joe Biden falling down and busting his time parts open. Right. A, a, a tornado is exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. So thank y'all again for being here. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, if you enjoyed the memes and all that good stuff, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. Thank you to everybody for subscribing and getting me to 800,000 subs, I appreciate it. You know, this is all of us making it happen. But this is just one milestone of many. We're going to get to a million and then more and more and more and more. So that's the next big one. 900,000 would be good, but also 1 million. That's the really, really big milestone we're going to hit very soon. All right. So, again, thank you all for being here. Yeah, and it was stairs. See, it's one thing to slip down a ramp. like Because if the ramp is slippery and there's no steps to break it up, then you could just be like a slip and slide. It's like, it's like an actual slide of the playground. But you cannot slide downstairs, can you? You could fall downstairs, but you can't slide downstairs. So Trump could have just did like a little slip and slide, like, and, but not of there. Feet up in the air like cartoons. So he walked down gingerly. But Biden fell up the stairs, busted his whole hind parts, and knee was messed up. And he's 78 years old. I'm thinking, okay, your hip, that's in danger, your knee's in danger, all that. All right. But anyway, <laughs> that is hilarious to me. Now, speaking about crazy things, have you guys seen the STEMI hysteria? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The STEMI hysteria is real. 1,000% real. People are quitting their jobs over the STEMI because it ain't just the STEMI. It's not just the STEMI. You have a lot more things happening. You got regular tax returns happening. So people are getting money back from their job, tax returns. Then... They're getting an earned income tax credit, right? They're getting that money back. Then they're getting unemployment insurance, possibly, which has been raised to 600 per week. Then, okay, so you got a regular tax return. You have uh, earned income tax credit, the STEMI check, and then unemployment. You got all those things happening at once. People that make maybe $1,000 a month are getting like $10,000, $12,000 in their pocket at once. Like, let's say you have, uh, you got two adults and three kids in the house. 
and you make below the income level required to be able to get all these things, oh, you balling out of control. And like I said, if you ever seen the episode of Family Guy, when they got rich, when they hit the lottery and went completely flat, um, broke at the end, this is what is happening right now. A lot of people, people are quitting because of a small amount of money to them. It's a lot of money. I'm not saying it's pocket change, of course, but if you get like five to 10 grand, is that enough to quit your job over? Because even if you work minimum wage, you're going to make more than that over a year. So how does it make sense to quit? Now, as far as the unemployment, they're incentivizing people to quit because sometimes you can make more on unemployment than you can from working. And I read up on this and they said that there is no, it's not necessarily that you'll be denied unemployment if you quit because they say, well, it's a pandemic going on and we're going to waive that thing because normally if you quit your job and just bounce, you cannot get unemployment benefits. However, since it's the, it's the pandemic, scandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, then it's okay if you quit as long as there was a good reason. What does that mean? Who knows what that means? It's pretty vague. I guess it's up to wherever you got as your, your caseworker or whatever they assign to you. However they do it, it's probably like a discretionary decision. How they going to say whether your reason to quit was a good cause or not. But anyway, so you could quit your job, collect unemployment, collect stimmies, collect the earned income tax credit, and a tax return on top of that with money that you would get from a job if you had a job last year at all. So you got all these things going on. And people are quitting. People are buying fentanyl. Oh, the fentanyl is going through the roof, of course. Heroin. Uh, the streets are packed. Uh, packed. Because people are opening back up, like especially where I live. They're opening back up. The traffic, I'm talking about bumper to bumper. Everybody's out. Best Buy, flooded. Walmart, flooded. Target, flooded. Everywhere, flooded with people buying random stuff for their house. Not putting away for a rainy day or nothing like that. Just buying stuff. And we're going to get into hyperinflation to a certain extent here pretty soon. Like I said, um, a good way to explain hyperinflation would be with the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox One. It's not exactly like this, but similar. Now, hyperinflation, the definition really from the big brain, the big brain point of view is when your money becomes worth less than what it should be and at the same time things become more expensive and you have you have less money to be able to your money's worth less than what it was before and things are more expensive so it, it gets to the point where it could be absurd like venezuela where you got to have a whole wheelbarrow full of money to buy a loaf of bread or it could be just things going up in price like the gas rather than gas being a dollar 75 a gallon how about three dollars a gallon depending upon where you live if you live on the left coast, how about $5 for gas, 6 for gas? How can you afford that? And then the, the price in gas will reflect itself in what you buy in the store. Everything we get pretty much is shipped from somewhere, rather it be from somewhere in the U.S. or abroad. A lot of times it's abroad. If you got a cell phone or something like that, if you got clothes, a lot of times come from overseas. And in order to get it over here, you got to have fuel. Jet fuel, boat fuel, some kind of fuel, truck fuel, all of that will be factored into the prices you pay at the end of the day. So you're going to pay more at the pump when you're driving. You're going to pay more when you go to the grocery store to buy things that have been shipped. Everything's going to cost more and more and more. 
But back to the PlayStation 5, what's happening right now is, and the Xbox uh, Series X, what's happening is they're, the, the supply's kind of low, so the scalpers are buying them up, just buying them up at retail price, which is like 500 bucks. And they're selling them on the black market for like 50% more. So $700, $800 or whatever. And people are buying it. You're going to see that same kind of effect happen for different reasons when you have hyperinflation. So if you're spending your money right now and quitting your job, you have to understand that the money that you have is going to be running out very quickly, very quickly. I mean, you're talking about you get $10,000 in a day, you done bought some stuff, and then tomorrow you're pretty much done because everything's going to cost more and more and more. So it's it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. So... Yeah, if I was anybody out there, if I got a semi-check, which I, I did not get a semi-check, but if I got a semi-check, I'd be trying to, like, if I was going to spend more money on anything, it'd be a thing that would appreciate in value, like trying to get into stocks, some good stocks or something like that, or just keep it in my pocket rather than spending it. You know, I know that if I keep it in my pocket, it, it might be worth less in the future, and if I could buy things now that I could potentially sell later, then that'd be a good thing. But if I buy a PlayStation right now, can I sell it for what I, for more than what I got it for? Probably not. Probably not. So how about buy things that are going to appreciate in value? Gold, silver, stocks, bonds, that type of thing. You're buying, uh, like I said in the video, a golden duck, uh, a 20-foot golden duck to put in your front lawn. That's not going to help you. I mean, if it's solid gold, then I would not put it in my front lawn at all. That's going to get stolen immediately. But if you got some kind of gold spray paint, um, big plastic duck in your front yard. That's just a waste of money. You're not doing this thing that's smart. You're just spending money indiscriminately because you got it in your pocket. It's burning a hole in your pocket and you want to spend it. Don't do that. Spend your money wisely. All right. And for goodness sake, don't quit your job. And you know what? If people are quitting their jobs because of the STEMI, like if they work in um, like food service, McDonald's, Wendy's, et cetera, if they're doing that, you're going to have less of these restaurants open so where people that don't have a lot of money will go for their food sometimes when they just need to get something right quick, a dollar burger from McDonald's. If the McDonald's is closed because staff ain't there, where are you going to go now to get your quick, cheap food? I mean, talk to me about that. If it closes down, where are you going to go now? You go into the grocery store to cook? Oh, okay, but now the beef to went up in price. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't buy from a grocery, you can't buy from a fast food joint that has bulk food prices and cheap food that's extended to all the chains in the country. Now you got to buy from the grocery store. You can't cook anyway. You can't boil water anyway. You can't boil eggs, uh, water. You can't even really pour Kool-Aid like that. So how are you going to be able to cook actual food from the store? And it's going to be very expensive there. It'll shock you how much uh, beef and things of that nature have become in the store when you buy it individually rather than, getting it from bulk, getting it in bulk by way of McDonald's. You understand? So, hey, it, it is what it is. So, like I said, STEMI check, don't blow it. Don't quit. Oh, one more thing about the people quitting. I almost forgot about this part. If you're quitting your job right now, ask yourself what's happening right now at the southern border. They're, they're letting them come in. They're letting them pour in. Just letting them pour in. You got Biden going on TV talking about... I said that you shouldn't come. You should stay where you are. Okay. But at the same time, you're saying you're not going to deport anybody. All right. So whatever. You're saying don't come to the country. 
but you're not doing any deportations. When they get to the country, you're giving them a free ride to anywhere in the interior, whether it be on the plane or a bus. They can have the virus. No virus. It don't matter. You're still going to give them free rides to wherever they want to go. So, you know, and they are talking about amnesty as well for the dreamers, maybe even all illegal aliens, which is like 30, 40 million, 30, 40 million people. So if you have any kind of amnesty or a deal for the dreamers, those that may not have been out in the regular public looking for jobs normally, now they're going to have socials and they're going to be out there looking for low skilled jobs. They don't speak no English. They speak whatever they speak. They could speak Spanish. They could speak Mandarin Chinese. They could speak Russian. They might know two words. Um, thank you. Check, please. That type of stuff, right? Give me a check. Thank you. That's it. But they go in there and they grind and they work hard. So while you at the crib with your golden duck in your front yard, shooting heroin, whatever you want to do, ain't judging. But whenever you're doing that, while you're taking a little vacay from your job, here come this Hungarian dude that came in illegally taking your job. And when you try to come back, you can be like, hey, where's my job at? Oh, no. Well, look, when you were gone, they, they didn't pass all kind of things in the, in the, in the government. And here comes, um, you know, um, Drazen Petrovic in your position. Here comes uh, Jorge Ramos in your position. What you going to do? And then they're going to start to build businesses and use the money wisely. And they're going to hire each other. And where are you going to be? But hey, what do I know? All right. But again, thank you all for, for joining. I appreciate you guys. And what else we got going on? We got a whole lot going on, actually. Um, let me see. Where did I want to go? Uh, I, talk, I spoke about Joe Biden and the drag queen dude. Oh, the the Asians. That's still kind of a story going on right now. Everybody's talking about, you know, uh, solidarity with Asians, Asians this, Asians that. When the guy that did that heinous crime in Atlanta, he said it wasn't even about racism or anything of the sort. And it's it's weird. It's not weird how they report it, but this is pretty much what I expect when they report the shootings happening in Atlanta at the massage parlors, they don't say, you know, six Asians, two whites, one Hispanic. They just say six Asians. Forget the two whites that died. Forget them. And the Hispanic man that got shot but did not die. They said the six Asians to frame it to be a certain kind of way. Now, it's like, where did these narratives come from? When did this whole Asian-American, you know, hate thing come from? Like, the so-called hate crimes against Asians are not really a thing. It's not really a thing. Any kind of mass shootings and stuff like that is not really a thing. I think they're doing this, you know, I got to put on a 10-4 hat right quick, just for a moment. The reason they're doing this is because the Biden administration dropped that lawsuit that Asian students were filing against, what was that, Harvard or Yale. Now, I did a video about that right when it happened, and now I've done other videos that have mentioned this whole thing. Now, there was a Harvard... It might have been a Harvard or Yale lawsuit well, against one of those schools filed by a group of Asian students. And they said they had been discriminated against by the schools because there's certain criteria on your admissions that they were judged unfairly on. There's a lot of different things. Of course, your test scores, your GPA, things of that nature from high school that they're going to take into consideration to get you into one of these Ivy League schools. But one of the things they added or they have to now put in more emphasis on his personality. 
So if you check out with your, your, your grade point average, your extracurricular activities, your SAT, ACT, or whatever, if all those things check out and you're a great student academically, you're top of the class and you'd be a great fit for Harvard, Yale, or whatever, uh, now they got to say your personality might not be right. And Asians overwhelmingly score badly in that particular area of their admissions test. And the reason why, from what they've been able to see, is because that was used as an excuse to keep them out and to bring in more blacks and Hispanics with lower SAT scores. All right. So they're suing. It's like, hey, you guys are discriminating against us as Asians to get more blacks and Hispanics. This is racism. And Biden's DOJ dropped that suit. It's like, nope, we're not going to check that one. Although it was up during Trump's time. Now, explain to me how Trump is a racist, how the DOJ under Trump was a ra were racist when they were allowing that suit to go forward. But Biden comes in, drops that suit. Now, all of a sudden, we got to focus on hate crimes against Asians. How did that happen? Like, who created that narrative? I think it should distract us from the lawsuit being dropped. And also from the fact that a lot of these schools, they, um, they put blacks and Hispanics in positions to lose. I've said it before. I said it in the video where the lady was talking about how all the black students come in, not all of them, but a lot of black students come in and they're at the bottom academically all the time. It never fails every semester It's because the SAT scores are not up to par. They did not do very well in high school. They may have done very well, but not to the level of some of the whites and Asians that did better than they did. All right. It's like Kanye West, right? Kanye West is one of the richest guys in the world and definitely one of the richest black men in the country. If not the richest black man, well, that's a different story. He's a rich guy, right? He is at minimum worth 1.4 billion, but a guy like Jeff Bezos is worth a lot more than that. You're talking about multiple billions. Like, how much is Jeff Bezos? Like a hundred billion or something like that? Even after the divorce, let's see, Jeff Bezos net worth. 178, 178.1 billion. So there's a big gap between 1.1 billion and 178 billion. However, one billion dollars is a lot of money. If you gave me a million dollars, I'd be happy. 1.1 billion, that's 1,000 million. What, that's 1,100 million. So that's, that's a lot of money. 1.4, that's 1,400 million. So it's like you can't even really fathom that kind of money. He's still rich, but not Jeff Bezos rich, meaning rather than a very smart black or Hispanic person going to, you know, Harvard or Yale, they're still smart, go to, uh, a regular state school that's not as, you know, rigorous as some of the higher ranked programs at some of these Ivy Leagues. It's simple. It's not really hard to understand. But Harvard and Yale, they got to have the optics. They got to have black and brown faces, black voices in the school just for looks, just for, like I said, the optics. Nothing more. They don't really care about if the kids do poorly or if they succeed. It's all about just trying to get them faces in there to show off to people. That's it. That's all there really is to it. So I think all this Asian stuff is to distract from that. That's the actual big thing here. There's no real episodes of hate crimes against Asians that are more than what they normally would be. And if they are, the question is who is doing it? You're talking about this white guy 
and they're trying to make him be the face of this anti-Asian violence. But who's really doing it? We know the answer to that. So I ain't got to go down that road. So, but it's all about crafting a narrative. This is why people don't trust the media. We see black-on-black violence happening every single day. It's always mass shootings. I I talk about it here. You got a whole family with six people killed by a 17-year-old black male. Killed his own his own mom and dad, brother, sister, his his little nephew that was unborn. All right. You you killing people all the time. It was a house party. 15 people got shot at the house party in Chicago. Totally gets ignored by the media. But that case in Atlanta, oh, that's now the 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 lead story. Why? Is there a reason why that story is so popular and other ones aren't? I think it's pretty clear to see. You have an uncommon story and one that fits the current narrative. They were already saying about hate crimes against Asians. So now you have that happen. It's almost like it was on purpose. I'm not saying it was, but if I had my tenfold hat on, I didn't take it off yet. So I still got it on. Tenfold hat ABL says that might've been a psyop. I'm not saying it. I don't believe that. But if you are just paying attention that you would think that at least for a moment, at least for a brief moment, you would think that why wouldn't you will make sense. You know, if they were to come out later and say, you know, that was a psyop and now something to just try to push a narrative, I, I believe it. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. It's happened before in U.S. history. So, and recent history as well. So I wouldn't doubt it. I don't have so much faith in my government to just be like a blind follower. I know that there's things that we could work on as a nation and we're the best nation, but we have an imperfect nation and the government is very imperfect. That's why I said we got to have less government. I'm not an anarchist, of course, but to have so much government in our lives, at the end of the day, they're just people. And you got a lot of stone cold, stomp down morons out there that should not be in control of anything. They shouldn't be managing an easy bake oven, let alone the United States. You understand? But again, I digress. Thank y'all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up. And we have a whole lot going on here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Kamala Harris was wild. Kamala Harris talking about, oh, she smoked weed in college. Like, right when she said that whole thing about smoking weed in college and Tupac and Snoop, I'm like, all right, you, you're just making stuff up. And then if you search for the whole thing about Kamala Harris and smoking weed in college and Tupac and Snoop, they'll try to defend her on the fact check sites. Oh, well, she didn't say that she smoked weed while listening to Tupac and Snoop in college. But she'll say anything. If they ask her about rap at all, she'll say Tupac. You know, when they asked her, hey, who's best rapper alive right now today, 2020? Tupac. Okay, he's been dead since I was a little boy. Since I was like in middle school, he's been dead. 1996. So, or wasn't, 1997, one of those years. Anyway, he's been gone for a long time. He's talking about over 25 years he's been gone. So, she doesn't know anything about rap. Her era when she was in college was Michael Jackson, Prince. That was her wave. Morris Day in the Times, that was her thing. She grew up in the 60s and the 70s, not the 90s, like a lot of us that know about Pac and Snoop. And by the time she got to be, by the time the 80s came around, she was already an adult. She was 18, 1982. So she turned 18 when Thriller came out. So I don't want to hear none of this about Pac and Snoop. That's just, what, that's, that's what she said when she's trying to pander to people. That's all. Oh, I saw that. 
uh, Putin challenged Biden to a debate. Yeah, I saw that. Because I think, what did Biden do? Called Putin the fool? And Putin was like, all right, well, let's have a debate. You and me. And he was like, what they call it? Let's do a live stream. Oh, my. I, I, I wish that Biden would have accepted that debate. Please, Biden, if you're listening to me, I know I make jokes tonight about you falling. And I did Donkey Kong memes where they were rolling barrels down and you fell. And I was laughing. Honestly, I did that. But listen, hear me out. Do the debate with Vladimir Putin, please, for all of us. I will, I will watch that. I stream it, pop popcorn, all of that. I don't even like popcorn. But I would eat it to watch uh, Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin have a debate on live stream. I mean, look, he would eat Biden alive. Biden is not prepared to be out there talking to any kind of world leaders. Kamala Harris is doing that, and she's not ready. She's not ready at all, so you know he's not ready at all. And the guy he's sitting out there, Tony Blinken, almost forgot about that part. Tony Blinken. Now, Tony Blinken went to Anchorage, Alaska for this U.S.-China summit, and he had some staff with him. I forget, you know, who the staff were. I don't know their exact names, but that's really not even really, that's kind of irrelevant. The point is that he was there at the summit, and he spoke to this guy. Matter of fact, here's the perfect, thank you, Julia Song, thank you, on Twitter. This is the video I got to show you right quick and then we get super chats and get to the calls. But this video encapsulates what's happening right now under Biden's administration. Now, to give you some context, this is at the Anchorage Summit between U.S. and China. So the U.S., they're over here. They have their uh, delegation and the Chinese have their people over there. Xi Jinping's not there, but he sent some people that completely roasted Tony Blinken in the U.S., unfortunately. If this were Trump, if this were under Trump, this would not happen at all. Now, you see right here, that's Tony Blinken. Who is this purple hair lady right there? Why would you bring a purple hair lady to an actual meeting? All right, look, if I want to, wear, if I want to have purple hair or a mohawk or a frohawk or whatever you call it, if I want to wear predator braids, maybe I wouldn't do that at a meeting with a foreign nation talking about actual public policy. Maybe I wouldn't do that at that moment. But I digress. So... Let's play it right quick. We'll also discuss our deep concerns with actions by China, including in Xinjiang, Hong Kong, Taiwan, cyber attacks on the United States, economic coercion toward our allies. Each of these actions threaten the rules-based order that maintains global stability. Uh, well, you can't blame this problem on somebody else. I have to tell you, what I'm hearing is very different from what you described. Uh, I'm hearing deep satisfaction that the United States is back, that we're reengaged with our allies and partners. Now, the body language is kind of like really telling. Tony Blinken is just reading notes, just reading off stuff. And the other guy is just talking like like this here. Body language, super aggressive. He's just like, oh, okay. This is, is bad. It's real bad. I'm also hearing deep concern about some of the actions your government is taking. Well, I think we thought too well of the United States. We thought that the U.S. side will follow the necessary diplomatic protocols. So for China, it was necessary that we make our position clear. 
Look at, look at the body language. Like, you know, talking to him. You might, might as well do this, this right here. Just, just finger wag. You might as well. It's, almost, it's like the same thing. Look at this. No notes. He has notes, but he's not really reading. And we're just talking. So let me say here that in front of the Chinese side, the United States does not have the qualification to say that it wants to speak to China from a position of strength. Yikes. Big time yikes. Yeah, no, no, no leadership, nothing. Just talking, talking real crazy. Now, if that was Trump, that would not happen. Um, they're trying to reach out to North Korea and get Kim Jong-un on the phone. He's not having it, ghosting them. Not not responding, leaving them on red. Putin's like, hey, let's do a live debate on Twitch, basically. And China's like, look, man, you can't be talking from strength, man. Like, don't don't even do that. Don't try to play those games. No respect. When Trump was here, this did not happen. People could say whatever they want about Trump, how he was brash and brazen, all this and that, but you do not have the disrespect you have right now. Thank you for the tea. <laughs> it's our hand right there a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't. You didn't have this before. You, you did not have all this respect that you have right now. And shout out to the wife for waving dress right there in a little in a little corner, and bringing the tea in. All right. So yeah, Tony Blinken, you got to go, sir. Well, really, the Biden team is just not prepared. They can replace Tony Blinken with who? <laughs> who are they going? John Kerry or some nut job like that? But anyway. All right. So we're going to get to super chats, and then we're going to get to the calls. And thank y'all again for being here. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And let's go to Super Chats and keep on rocking. Let's see. The Anti-View says, 2017, Cheryl Underwood defends George Lopez for calling a black woman to be, kicking her out of his show and saying, this is why we don't marry you, but Sharon's racist. Um, well, you know what? That's a very good point. I remember that. I think I covered that one back when it happened. I almost forgot about that one. Thank you for that. See, Sharon, pardon me, Cheryl, Cheryl Underwood is attacking Sharon because now that's what her job is, basically. that She's being told to be woke. So regardless of whether she's a friend of Sharon's, it doesn't matter because the money comes first. That's really what it is. All right. So shout out to the Truth Seeker for becoming a ABO supporter yet again. Six months in a row or more. Thank you for that. Shout out to Matthew who says, Biden fell, YouTube changes, drag story, white man. <laughs> shout out to Nora Garcia who says, who's down to start a GoFundMe for Biden's stair lift on Air Force One? Hey man, I got five on it. If you started, I got five on it. Shout out to Monroe Doctrine who says, James Charles allegations are just like the drag queen story hour. David Dobrik, Daka Kid, also have allegations of being involved with, you know, inappropriate things. All right. Not surprising at all. Shout out to Apple who says, no sympathy for Biden. What for no sympathy for Biden, what he is on, he shall reap exactly. Unpopular says, trying to replace Kim, trying to replace him with Kemoto. <laughs> uh okay, I can't. Trying to replace him with Kamala Harris, exactly. Shout out to Matthew who says, 27 counts of kitty, whatever. My goodness, it's perverts like him living as if the crime he did is already legal. Got to stop this nonsense worldwide. Exactly. 1,000. 
And shout out to Matthew who says, sorry for the bad spelling, YouTube, censors, bad words. Oh, it's all right. Evil Betty says, sup, brother, love it. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Shout out to uh, Tyrannius who says, John Kerry, you mean Lurch. Yes, Lurch, exactly. Uh, Apple says, ABO, you vouch for Professor Carl Hart for job in the White House. Hey, you might as well. If you guys forgot who Carl Hart is, that's the professor at Columbia that snorts heroin for work-life balance. He'd be a great fit at the White House. Uh, uh, maybe he wouldn't because they got a little policy, but they'll, they'll pass it because Barack Obama went there and it was fine. He said he, he tooted back in the day, so it's whatever. Shout out to Charles Hunter Jr. who says, most of the southern, midwestern, and mountain states, there is homelessness, sanity, and great American values to be had, unlike the left and east coast. Yes, unfortunately. A lot of the big city areas is just weird like that. Really weird like that. Uh, the anti-view says, the gift of Trump hitting Biden with a golf ball. Hilarious. Thank you to Jonathan Goldner for your donation. Thank you to Justin Jackson II who says, they're already blaming Russians for Biden's fall, saying the stairs were hacked. <laughs> Time for Dominion to get to the stair manufacturing business. Hashtag Stairforce win. Shout out to Morgan Voldemort who says, we've had Russia Gate and China Gate. Now we have Stairgate. There you go. Butt versus Windshield says, come on, man. Biden's going to call Corn Pop and take those stairs behind the woodshed. He's a tough guy. Just ask him. <laughs> Thank you to Rustic Patriot who says, how is Kamala following Biden around everywhere all the time? She is always in the background. Isn't that security risk? Nah, because, well, it, that's, that's a good point because you shouldn't have them in the same place the same time all the time. Maybe one person should be somewhere else. But I think she may be there because if he just croaks all of a sudden, not saying I want him to, but if he was to croak all of a sudden, she could just step in right there and be the president. It's like, it's like an insurance policy, basically. Thank you to Jenny Jones who says, thanks for all you do, ABL. Please do a video on the border crisis. People have no idea what's going on out here. Now they're saying about sending illegals north is a huge mess. Yes, that's crazy. They're talking about sending illegal aliens to the Canadian border. Now, what's the purpose in doing that? I don't understand. This crisis can be easily dealt with. All you got to do is say, all right, we're going to deport you if you come. You cannot come into the interior of the country. You're not going to be allowed in. We're not doing amnesty. They're doing everything in their power to attract them to come here. Then they say, Oh, it's the previous administration. It's their fault. How is it their fault? Because when it was uh, Trump running the show a few months ago, we did not have this problem. But now all of a sudden we got a problem. Why? It's because you guys are in there. And they watch TV. They have the news. They got Twitter, all kinds of stuff like that. They, they know what's going on. When you say we're not going to do any deportations, and we're talking about amnesty, and you might even get a stimulus check, oh, you're basically paying them to come. So you just it's double talk. You say on one side of your mouth, you know, stay where you are. But on the other side, you do everything you can to bring him in. It doesn't make any sense. That gets to Timothy who says, hey, for me and my wife, Lacey Love, my 1776 shirt and hat here in Orlando. Love the show. Thank you, man. I appreciate you for uh, getting the merchandise. And shout out to the wife. Appreciate y'all. Um, let me see. Shout out to Santo Bartez who says, one of the key indicators of Alzheimer's is issues with spatial relations. Remember, Biden allegedly tripped playing with his dog, quote-unquote, breaking his foot. He also seems to get lost turning from a podium. Yeah, I see that a lot. Like, to turn from a podium and not be able to get oriented quickly. So that's a really good sign. Pardon me for me hitting the mic. That's a really good sign, though. Shout-out to Farringer Xbox who says, ABO, pull up the funny video Biden using the stair chair to get up to Air Force One stairs. It's LMAO. 
If I could find that, I'm going to throw it on the screen for you guys. So y'all just hang tight on that one. Shout out to Walter who says, please keep pushing out the truth and please run for a political office in the future. I, along with many others, will vote for you if our election system is not completely compromised and plebiscit. That's that's a new word for me. I guess that means something that is not working properly. Thank you for your donation and your comment. I appreciate you. Shout out to Matthew who says, thank God Amtrak don't have stairs. (laughs) Right. Shout out to Apple who says, ABO's opinion on purple hair, state department official. I already did that one just now. Thank you to Chickens World who says, Biden just made the new Life Alert commercial with that fall. (laughs) Exactly. Apple says, VP Kamala should be fired due to her past drug use. Hey, it'll fall in line with what they're doing, right? It didn't make sense, but I guess you have, you know, different little exceptions for different people. All right. Let me see. Apple, I read that one. Thank you, Buck versus Winshield who says, who else have not received a dime of stimulus money? Me. Haven't seen one red cent. I got the first one, though, under Trump, but I've not gotten one since. The second or the third or 2.1 or 2.2, basically. Apple says, opinion on Cardi B versus Candace Kerfuffle. I mean, I think Cardi B is just sticking her toe in the political water, but she's not prepared for it at all. It's, you know, she's putting her toe in there, and it's a piranha right there chewing that toe off. She should sit to the music and things of that nature rather than trying to get political. Shout out to Buck versus Winshield who says, not every U.S. citizen and department over in debt over 85 via government debt. Exactly. Should we require all new immigrants to pony up 85000 It's reality. Uh, the anti-view says, if you give the needy, Dems create enough money, needy won't pay attention to the rest being spent while spreading the word of the fake issues to distract. Exactly. Buck versus Winshield says, cartel wish list open the border. Ban good people from owning guns, legalize hard drugs, get rid of the police. Hmm. Is that a Democrat's platform? Yes, 1,000%. That's a really good point about the cartels. I mean, because everything, if all drugs are legal, they're going to supply that. Don't get it twisted. That's going to be a street thing, not just, you, know, you won't go into CBS and get heroin. That's not going to happen. You get it from the street. So legalize hard drugs. Uh, nobody has any guns. So when the cartel want to do whatever they want to do to you, and they want to kidnap you, do whatever, or oh, it's fine because it won't be any resistance or it'll be less resistance. And no police, they can do whatever they want if there's no force to be able to stop them from doing what they want. So, yeah, that's definitely a cartel wish list. Atomic says, how do you feel about investing in silver? I mean, I don't have any problem with it. Matter of fact, I'm going to get some. Uh, and physical silver, not SOV, physical silver. Cal says, humiliation is our best weapon. The goal is to demoralize the left into not being excited into voting. We need to bring up more stare events to them. I I mean, I'm going to keep on going because they want to demoralize us. But no, we're going to we're going to keep putting everything that is happening with the administration, all the embarrassments, all of that out there to them to show them what's happening. And it's got to be a little bit of shame and a little bit of embarrassment. That's actually a thing that can be used for good. Okay, it can be used for good. People on our side, some of them, not all of them, some of them got shamed into not voting for Trump. They got bullied and shamed into not voting. I'm not saying bullying is okay, but present things that are true, present things that are factual, and don't let up. Okay? The news won't cover it. They want to hide it, put it under the rug. We got to show it 
So people that are voting for these people are going to understand what's happening and not just have a one-sided point of view from the mainstream media about what's happening. Uh, Red Singh says, congrats on 800K. Thank you. I appreciate you. The anti-view says, uh, hold on, 102 mass shootings for 2021, 76 last we chatted, two murder-suicides in Minneapolis last 10 hours alone. It's getting so bad in Minnesota. Can't wait for the trial. Hey, it's crazy. Terania says, so was Kamala in her 30s in college? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. By the time she get her, by the time she was in her 30s, she was already messing with Willie Brown and, you know, getting um high-ranked jobs because of Willie Brown. Monroe Doctrine says, watch a drama alert YouTube channels on video on David Dobrik, only news agency person really reporting the allegations. Media bias at its finest. Uh, let me see. Tanisha Williams says, I live in ATL and the media are pushing racism for the tragedy that happened, but three people killed were not Asian. Exactly. Well, it was two that were killed. One guy got shot and didn't die. I don't think he died yet. Um, the one guy that got shot and didn't die was Hispanic, and the other two that were shot and killed were white. But all they want to talk about is the Asians. They're making it be his Asian only thing when that wasn't the case. It's crazy. But if a black person kills eight black people at one night, they won't say it's a black thing. Funny how that works. The anti-view says, lady says KFC discriminates since no non-meat meal. <laughs> it's literally Kentucky Fried Chicken. So if you don't want meat at Kentucky Fried Chicken, you might be in the wrong place. Like if I go to Pizza Hut and I demand an order of no pizza, where am I at? I should go to the appropriate place to not get pizza. You, you, you did what I'm saying, but I'll move on. I digress. Um, let me see. Shout out to, uh, hold on one second. Beth speak truth. Who says today is a day of salvation. God is our only hope. Repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy ghost. Thank you to Timothy who says, I've read that one already. Thank you to Nancy for the thumbs up emoji. Shout out to Wolfgang who says, hey, ABL, I placed some of my college papers on my GoFundMe. Hope we can get, hope we can use them to argue for a conservative arts degree program and education. And shout out to Labor Bulls who says, 1920s America is calling. They want Joe Biden's fetus back. Wow. Hilarious. All righty. Time to get to the calls. You guys know what time it is. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Let me get Scott together right quick. And thank you, David, for the... Super chat. I appreciate you for the epic fail donation. I appreciate you on that one, boss. All right. So let's go ahead and get to Skype. Hopefully it wants to act appropriately. That'd be fantastic because normally it doesn't, but it's all right. And let's go ahead and get into it. Let me check my audio and video. Make sure everything's straight over this way. Speakers. Okay. All of that's good. Let's get to the settings. And turn the ringer down so you guys don't get your eardrums blown out. And give me one second, and we're going to get to it ASAP. Okay, that wasn't it. Turn that back up. Cool. There we go. All righty, Matt, what's going on? Hey, what are you up to? All right, everything's all right, man. Can't complain too much. Chilling. Man, I'm gonna take some bottom uh, 
take some time off to get my bottom surgery done. Get your, bo- your, your what surgery? My bottom surgery. Bottom surgery? Yeah, that's what they call it when we, we get all these sex changes now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, you got to take it easy so you don't pop the stitches and that. Hey, man, do, do what you got to do, man. You know, hopefully everything goes right. No complications. Yeah. <laughs> you might think that's why uh, they're not taking us seriously at China's because we're, you know, when we have these summits because, like, we're bringing all these purple hair people there and we've got these these beta males. Um, but uh, I think they got something on, on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. So they're not able to say exactly what... Uh, they're not able to demand a, a seat at the kid uh, at the grown-ups table. They're at the kids' table right now. I mean, we already saw it. We already saw what Hunter Biden and the whole thing with the uh, the energy company in Ukraine. And you know, the thing that kind of tipped me off was when the Hunter Biden tape, the the, the, yeah. the adult tape came out. It was a Chinese website leaking it. I'm like, how did they have it? Like, why did they have it first? What's going on with that? So that was a red flag right there. Like, oh, they, they got something on them. Yeah, one of the business associates um, of Hunter Biden's is, you know, like a an aloof billionaire that ended up becoming missing and stuff, stuff like that, too. And he was a known spy. Uh, they, they got so much stuff on the Bidens. It's crazy. Absolutely. And then uh, on the on the whole you know, I own an aviation company and uh, I go upstairs like that a lot. Dude, you can fall so easy, man. That's a lot of pressure going up those stairs. Uh, but I was looking at the way that he fell and, you know, I fell, fell a couple times, but I was like taking two stairs at once. And dude, he was only taking one stair and he had holding the handrail and everything. I mean, that's kind of crazy that he felt like that. See, the thing is, he didn't just stumble. And fall, he stumbled multiple times and fell like he was falling like for a while. So it was like, when do you stop falling? Yeah, he it looked like he has osteoporosis. You know, like like uh, let him. He should be in a Metamucil commercial or something like that. <laughs> um, this is what's kind of funny about the the current situation too. Like when it comes to the memes and all that kind of stuff. I woke up this morning and I was looking at our president i was like dude this guy this guy looks like that preacher ghost from poltergeist you know the one where you know the woman was like go into the light carolyn <laughs> so you you've seen you're old enough you've seen that movie yeah and uh i just googled the preacher to kind of like figure out if like you know am i off on this you know i wanted to do like a side by side comparison Dude, the first thing that comes up is someone actually deep faked the preacher chasing Carol Ann around. Like, the, the, there's a YouTube video of that now. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not the only one. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, this is a failed state. I mean, we can't have elections. We've got we've got beta cucks that are trying to negotiate with China, and they're just laughing at us. We... Uh, you know, I think the whole southeast of the United States is going to break right off. And I would buy silver and I would uh, get your food situation figured out because it's not going to be pretty, man. So if we kind of like if you kind of like balkanize, if that happens, what, mm-hmm. what's going to be the best part of the country to go to? 
as it exists now. Yeah, so you you said something real interesting about how everybody's going to all these stores and they're buying TV sets and and PlayStation 5s and all this other stuff. Yeah. Austerity is going to be a word that's going to be back in the lexicon. And whatever state and whatever location where you feel that people not only are being austere, but they do it first and they do it before the other states, those are going to be the ones that survive. And obviously places like Illinois, I've got business partners up in Chicago and, uh, I mean, they're petitioning the IMF for a bailout. So, I mean, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad state of affairs up there. Mm. And, and, you know, the biggest threat too, I think to just in terms of the solvency and sovereignty of a state and its ability to keep the police from causing the crimes and the firefighters from starting the fires. There's a municipal bond crisis that's bigger than, than anything else. Uh, we've got the, you know, we've got federal debt and we've got state debt and stuff like that, but these municipalities are issuing bonds and a lot of them are backed by insurance, uh, you know, underwriting that if, you know, if there's a cascade effect in that, the, the cities are doomed. And then uh, on top of that, the in order to pay the police and the firefighters and the and the uh, even the teachers, like in terms of like the real estate levies that are in a lot of cities, everything's priced for perfection. The stock market has to keep doing better. The the real estate prices have to keep going up and that kind of stuff. So I would say if you're gonna look for a place to move, uh, really take a look and see what sort of municipalities are uh, best leverage. I know, so I considered moving to Arizona and the last time Arizona had trouble, they sold off all the state buildings. They sold off a bunch of state buildings to balance the budget. Uh, and I'm looking at uh, South Carolina right now, moving the whole business, everything out there. Yeah, man. Well, I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man. Be good. Uh, and uh, I don't know, ho hopefully uh, Biden, Biden can flex to China a little bit and push back against uh, all these white racists. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right, man. Be good. All right. Shout out to my man, Matt, for the call. Wow. The ringer is still on. Like, what does it do? And I checked it just to make sure that the ringer was not back. But it is. Okay. Let's just leave that right there. And let's get to the next call. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And let's go to unknown caller. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Unknown caller, hello. hello? Yep. Let me just. Yeah, I'm here. All righty. What's happening? Hey, it's Jeff. I'm calling from uh, Quebec City. Just wanted to check in with uh, my American brothers south of the border and sisters and just let you know that um, we're under mandatory curfew here till 9 p.m. I see you folks are opening back up for business. People are walking around with no masks. Uh, I, I just don't understand what's going on, really. Well, actually, I do. I think this is a complete lockdown for everybody. I'm just wondering... Um, what you folks um, think is going to happen in the next uh, two to three months. Do you really think that um, you're going to 
go back to quote unquote normal or are you folks um, going to get your wool pulled over your eyes again as you as you continue to comply? Well, I mean, we're pretty much already back. Where I live, we're back, it's, everything's normal. I mean, you go to Walmarts, no masks are being worn. Like, I, I'll put it to you like this. There are still signs on the front of Walmart, Target, uh, food stores that say masks are required, but nobody's really wearing them. Some people are, but it's about your choice, really. That's, that's where we are right now. It's like, if you want to wear a mask and if you want to socially distance, and that's your prerogative. But if you don't want to do it, then you don't have to. There's no enforcing. There's no... There's no curfew or anything like that. We pretty much do whatever we want to do. You see, this this is what I don't understand because there's going to be a collision very soon between, I, I guess it's the red states, if you will, and, and the blue states that to want to continue the lockdown um, forever and ever. I was just watching a London protest today and simultaneously there was a black lives matter protest in london they were all social distance and wearing masks and one of the black lives matter protesters um supports the lockdown <laughs> you know just like we're living in such a bizarre world here it's, it's, it's so silly it's so silly because <laughs> the thing about it a lot of the black lives matter protests last time i mean they may have had masks on maybe some of them but they're still elbow to elbow i mean with thousands of people out in the street so it's like, okay, if if that's not really a thing that's frowned on by the people that say we need to be socially distanced and wearing masks, then why is it that when I go to a restaurant, I need to wear a mask to my table, take it off, put it in my pocket, and after I get done eating, put it back on and leave? It just doesn't make it. It doesn't make sense, and people are tired of it, and we're back to normal. The whole school thing that was becoming the problem. A lot of kids had a routine that they were used to. And then dad being broken away from that. A lot of parents could not stay home and take care of their kids in the meantime. So they got to go to work to provide for the family. A lot of single moms, a lot of two parent, a lot of uh, two income houses, which is like 75% of houses really is uh, 75% of moms work in America. So the, the whole dynamic of staying home was not possible. So we're done. Well, you know, we're, we share the largest uh, land border with you and, you know, what happens in the United States directly affects what, what happens to, to Canadians. And I'm watching what's happening in your country with, with avid great interest because um, I, I think as a whole, we've, we've lost the fight for freedom here in Canada. Um, we seem to be content as long as we're getting um, a basic income doled out from the Canadian government every month to sit home and watch Pornhub and uh, Netflix and and uh, collect the $2,000 or whatever it is they're giving out to Canadians now. I'm at work, thank God, but I work from home. Um, so I just don't understand. Well, I do understand. This was never about science. This was never about um, a pandemic. This is about control, worldwide control. And so I, I just wonder when uh, the New World Order will clamp down on Florida, on Governor DeSantis, and all the other states that are saying, you know what, we're not playing this game anymore. Well, we're going to find out with Uncle Joe Biden, uh, our, our fearless leader, our starless leader, um, how 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 wrong we are. Because this man really does want to lock us down. Uh, if you look at what Dr. Fauci is saying on TV, this man is a psychotic and and he will not rest until we're completely under lockdown. So uh, I, I, I'm just saying, 
in, enjoy what um, quote unquote normalcy you have because until everybody stops wearing a mask, no one is free. Uh, we're just we're just basically complying with these people, and we need to stop complying. If if businesses are insisting that people wear masks, I wouldn't go into that business. I would just boycott right. that business completely. That's the way to bring these people to their knees. But anyway, I watched your video last night with a debate uh, with Destiny that you did a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago in 2018. I thought it was brilliant. And uh, keep up the good work, ABL. It was nice talking to you again. Cheers from Canada. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, that, that debate that was that was a while ago. That was 2018. So you're talking about it'll be almost three years. But that, that debate, I get emails about that all the time. People in person talk to me about that. So, yeah. Uh, debates, that's why I, I really enjoy debating. That's what I grew up doing. You know, only child and both of my parents were like debaters. So, imagine, you know, I was a kid that would try to debate about my bedtime. It's like, okay, look, I know I'm five years old and my bedtime is X, but check it out. I just had a birthday and I feel like I should get a raise 15 minutes. So, what's up? What can we do? Like, I was, I was a negotiator and a debater. Back then, so I've been doing that my whole life. So that's nothing. That's like that's talking regularly to me. All right, eight zero three. You know, I'm gonna speak to you. Eight zero three. Hello. Eight zero three. Going once, going twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Nathaniel. I'd like to speak. Okay, you're live on the air. So turn your speakers down in the background for me, please. Oh, my apologies. My apologies, ABL. I didn't know I was on. <laughs> I thought you had a call or something that answered for you. No, my apologies, man. I appreciate it, ABL. No problem, man. What's happening? Uh, I- I've been watching your-, your platform for about a year now, and this is the first time I'm calling in. Um, I like you. I'm a, a black conservative. I- I've been one for approximately going on 18, 19 years now. And probably the most disheartening and frightening thing about the Democrat Party I see is this push to decriminalize or or uh, make okay the P word. I don't know if that's allowable on your platform, but, you know, we have that incident. It's highlighted in your in the title of this video uh, about the drag queen being arrested. I refer to this uh, phenomena as the convicted file trans story time. That's basically what it's become. I believe the four or five people want to be convicted pedophiles. And we are supposed to be bringing our children to give them access to them. I've seen videos of these people teaching five and four-year-old boys and girls how to twerk. Um, grown men with layers of makeup, a beard, uh glittery gowns on with hairy legs, the sexualization of our children. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with the law that recently got passed, uh, thanks to the Democrats over in the California legislature, giving men who are approximately 10 years senior to young boys as young as 13 and 14, giving them access to them sexually, and they will suffer no uh, legal repercussion. Uh, How... American men do not see what is going on here is beyond me. And the gentleman that called in before me alluded to the fact 
all we have to do is say no. That is all we have to do is say no. Say no to the masks. Say no to the jab. Say no to giving these monsters access to our children. And this literally can go away almost overnight. Uh, so many of us are lemmings and sheep, and it, it's so disheartening. Please have the courage just to say no. That's all we have to do is say no. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Man, I, I appreciate you letting me on the call. Um, I, I have a channel. Do you mind if I plug it, ABL? Go for it. Um, Little Big Nate. It's called the Little Big Nate Show. L I L B I G N A T E. Uh, my channel exists primarily in something called the Black Manosphere. Um, I'm, I know Brother ABL is familiar with a lot of the players over there. Yes. Um, but you'll be shocked to see how many hundreds, if not thousands of black men are evolving their political ideology to fall in line with a more center or center right doctrine. I've been watching it. I've been, been watching it and I'm really, I'm really pleased with what's happening. It's, it's a lot of that going on. I'm seeing a, a gradual kind of transition away from the crazy left because they're getting too crazy over there. I mean, it doesn't make any sense for any man or any person, really, but especially men, black men, to look at what's happening with the left and think that's their party and how they identify. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really hopeful that it's happening. And, and believe it or not, you've played a part in that. And I know you've taken the, the slings and the arrows, being a trailblazer in this space, but I want your listeners to know more and more of the productive, competent, uh, part of black America is coming away. I've seen reports that Trump uh, got as much as 30% of the black male vote. Yeah. 30%. And you know what's interesting, ABL? What's that? In every single election I have ever seen, every single media group, they talk about exit polls. Exit polls, exit polls. I did not see any talk of exit polls on November 3rd. Sure did. I wonder why. Because hey, they don't want to hide that. Exit polls. Right. Not one. None of the guys, not even Fox News talked about the exit polls, which is one of the main focal points of any election coverage. None of them talked about it because they know who won. That's Absolutely, right. man. I, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Now you're right, man. You're right on point. I did not hear anything about exit polls. Now, I was, as soon as election happened, I'm looking for exit poll data immediately. Right away, because that's None. an important thing. You want to see what the demographics are, if you gained anything, if you lost anything, that's very important. But I've not heard anybody speak on it at all. That's a really good point. Absolutely. I, 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 every election day, you know, every two-year congressional election, every four-year national election, I flip through the channels, you know, getting information from all sides. I used to think Fox News was, uh, you know, a more right-leaning side of information, but that's not true anymore either. You know, their evening commentators do a pretty good job, but I think Fox is lost also. But not a peep about exit polls anywhere. Make no mistake about it. This election was taken. I'm not going to use the S word because the algorithm will get us for that. <laughs> but this election was taken from us. You know, what's done is done. We will have an opportunity in a little over three more years to make another decision. My dream team is Donald Trump and Rand Paul. 
as his vice president. I, I think that would be, I don't think there's a question at who 100% of the American male populace should be voting for in that case. And also any woman interested in seeing a man at the head of his household and a man helping, uh, you know, project our society forward. But man, ABL, you've done such a magnificent job with your platform. The way you conservative brothers work together, you know, I often say in the Manosphere when on panels, that is a, that is where we can take our cue from. It's just something, and even in the Manosphere, the quote unquote black Manosphere, when the, the dais is filled with more center and center right brothers, you don't have the bickering, you don't have the arguing, you don't have the people talking over each other. All you have are people acquiescing to the other. Nah, go ahead, bro, speak your mind. Nah, bro, go ahead, do your thing. It's such a beautiful thing when just competent, reasonable, rational men are gathered uh, and having a discussion. And black conservatism is definitely a way forward for us. That's the message I push in the manosphere. We have gentlemen, I'm sure you're familiar with Angry Man, uh, Brother ABL. Yeah. You know, he, he, has, he has a show called The Street Conservative. He, he's, a, he's a pretty large player in the space. O'Shea Duke Jackson leans right, votes Republican. Obsidian leans right, votes Republican. It's no coincidence why the men who are successful in the quote-unquote black manosphere all have a thread of commonality running through them, and that thread is conservative ideology. We are not we are not wed to the Republican Party. We see the problems with the Republican establishment. But but we are wed to the ideology that has allowed us to be as successful as we are able to become in this country. The message I push is we have a litany of opportunities available to us. <clears throat> there are people with much more melanin than me and ABL that come here and are successful. There is no excuse for our failure except we didn't try hard enough. Stop looking for people we can blame our misfortune on. You get up, you dust yourself off, and you keep pushing. Right on, man. Man, thank you, ABL. Thank you for your call. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you too, bro. I'll I'll be in the clouds, man. I know. So great call from Lil Big Nate channel. I put his link in the chat box there. I'll put it right there again for you guys, Lil Big Nate. So shout out to him. All right. And yeah, I'm definitely seeing the change. I, you know, I keep my ears to the streets, really. I, I keep my eyes and ears to the streets to see what's going on. I'm seeing the change. It's, it's a gradual change, and I like it. A lot of these panels you go on on a, on a, on a black ministry, like a, a bunch of bickering or arguing, but once you get more conservative guys on, like you said, it's chill, it's relaxed, and everything's it's, it's good. It's good. And that, that's, you know, it, it's going to be a gradual change, but it's a change. And I like it. I like it a lot. So let's get to some more calls here. So let's go 701. You're in a line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ATL. This is the anti-view. How are you? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm well. Thanks for asking. So I just wanted to call and chit-chat, of course. Um, I can hear so much pain kind of from people. I can tell that people are getting so angry. And I mean, I feel like we're all there, right? But uh, I also feel like every single time we, you know, finally catch our bearings on one topic, they're whipping another topic at us. 
And then we say, oh, but wait, this is how it is with this. And then they're chucking another topic at us. So how, how can we ever like catch our bearings? Right. And the reason I bring this up is because I, I found a, I found an article. It was put out by public citizen. I don't know if you're familiar with their site, but you know, social justice lawyers, woohoo. <laughs> and they put out, a, <laughs> they put out a piece on the 16th of March and is talking about how um, basically Medicare for all would have prevented all of this. There would have been, there wouldn't have been COVID. There wouldn't have been racism. Wow. There wouldn't have been any of this stuff. And I, I emailed you the, the PDF. It's like a 16 page, like they put out this study, right? How nonprofit hospitals are, or for-profit hospitals, sorry, are part of the problem and how um, they went into all this stuff. Anyways, I live in Minnesota and we've talked a couple times and we've never talked about what I do. I'm actually a nurse. Okay. Ah. So in Minnesota, we have Mayo, we have Alina, we have Fairview. What do you think kind of hospitals are those three? They're not for profit. In Minnesota, we've had huge problems in nursing homes, which is another thing that this piece talks about, right? They talk about how because of social distancing problems, that's why COVID ran rapid in nursing homes. No, it's because you locked a bunch of old people in their rooms. They weren't allowed to talk to people. They weren't allowed to see their families. And I hate to break it to everybody, but nursing homes have about the same filtration system as hotels. Not very good. That's another reason why so many people got it in New York, right? Because you're all living in one building and there's not like there's HIPAA filters between each room. But uh, I recommend people to really dig in and, you know, obviously educate yourself. That's why we're all here because we're all educated people listening to you, right? right. <laughs> but um, I created a Facebook group called The Anti-View because I was going in and out of people's rooms all day with home care and all they were doing is listening to joy on the view all day long. Wow. And my grandma's one of those people. So I, I had to come up with some type of, okay, this is what I heard all day going in and out of these people's rooms. And then when I get home at night, I need to unload. And, you know, we can't all unload on our husbands and wives or our partners or whoever all the time. So that's why I created that page. Cause I just needed an outlet to say, this is what, BS Joy said today, and this is the proof and the websites and the screenshots as to why she's incorrect. So next time your grandma attacks you <laughs> or whatnot, or you hear something, you can say, well, actually, <laughs> that's not correct because it's all right here. But um, thanks for taking the call, and I hope you have a great night. And I really recommend looking into that piece that they put out with Public Citizen. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, that's crazy. How are they going to say that um, Medicare for all would have stopped the virus? I mean, so, so the government can protect you from viruses? Is that how that works? Oh, okay. I didn't know that was going to be the case. That's so silly. But people believe stuff like that. You know, they, they think that Trump is the reason why the virus spread all over the world. Like, it, it didn't spread anywhere else except for America. Like it started, it, like it didn't start over in China and spread throughout the entire world. Maybe there's other reasons why the whole thing spread. All right, call you online. I'm speaking yeah, to you, 917. Um, Hi. Um, 
Hi, uh, uh, ABL. This is Ray from New York City. All righty. What's going on? Okay. Yeah, I, I want to make a comment. And, of course, this is just my opinion. But I'd like to, you know, hear maybe what you think about it or what other people might think about it. Um, what, I don't know. It was over a year ago, a couple of years ago, when I first, first time I saw these men that dress up like women and read to little children. Well, first I was very frightened by the way they, you know, their appearance. Um, and second, I thought, well, wait a second. I kind of remembered knowing people when I worked in Manhattan. I knew people that, you know, men that like to dress up as, as women, and they didn't look so scary. Okay, um, so I remember being real frightened by their look and and re- referring to these um, people that were assigned to to read to children um, uh, in the last couple of years. I'm just wondering, and I want to know what you think and maybe what other people think. Do you think that these could be paid actors? And I don't mean the children. I mean the parents of these children. Because I know in my neighborhood, if anyone ever came to a local library, and this is New York City, okay, a lot of open-minded people, um, and, and, and looked like that and wanted to read to the children, I don't, I don't know anyone who would allow it. And so who are these people that are bringing their children to these people to be read a, a story to? You know, I, I just want to know. Well, you'd be surprised. People, think. people are out there that are crazy. I've seen people like that in my regular everyday life. I mean, it's like the same people that are out there uh, causing mayhem, wrecking, you know, uh, Antifa out here, burning stuff up, tearing stuff up. You know, it, it's the same people. So I, I'm not surprised that they're out there because they, they think they think they're being woke and they're being uh, socially conscious and aware. These are the people that we see kind of on social media how they're crazy and ridiculous. They're real people a lot of times, and they go out right. here and they do crazy things like that. Like to us, they're completely ridiculous and strange. But to them, they're normal, and they're around others that are just like them. Now, I'm not sure how many there are out there that are like that, but there's enough to be visible at least. Yeah, I, and I I thought about that too, but I'm thinking, well, I must be living under a rock because I don't meet people that are this extreme. I do. I know liberals. You know, I know people who are, you know, oh, they want to, you know, their kids to experience all things and whatnot. But I know that that these same people would not take their kids to be read a story by this weird looking person, not even a normal, you know, transgender or cross-dresser or whatever they, they call them. I don't know. I know there are different names, but, um, I just don't know anyone. And I, I'm 62 years old. I know a lot of people. I have known a lot of people, but anyway, that's just my opinion. Thank you, ABL for everything that you do. Thank you. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. And thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Bye-bye. No problem. Yeah. I mean, these people are really weird. You're probably not going to really interact with them because what are you going to have in common with these people? I mean, I know liberals too, but I don't know. It, crazy extremists like that that are going to go out there and you know burn a building down because Black Lives Matter or uh, bring their kids to drag queen story time. I don't know anybody like that, but they exist. Oh yeah, it's it's difficult to really fathom, but they out there.
705 here on the line. Who am I speaking to? Carl from Canada. How are you? How are you, Bill? Everything's all right. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. I, I, I got a joke for you. If if a horse was a part of the, what do you say, LGBTQ, ADBC, DEFG community, what is the... Um, I don't know. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I got, I got one for you. Um, ABL, internationally known on the microphone from his garage at home, many red pills he's thrown. The reason for my call, man, thank you so much. I was a loony liberal before I got on to you, and you, you, you gave me the red pill, and I'm trying to spread that out to as many people as I can, telling them about you, sharing your videos, all that good stuff. Well, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one one last one. If uh, you ever get back on doing that show with uh, Tatum, uh, here's here here's the opener for you guys. <clears throat> we notorious. Ain't nobody can bang with us. Tatum and ABL with a few guests on plus. Now you're getting down with the red pill touch, baby. Have a good night, ABL. <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah. Oh wow, that that was good bars. Big time bars. I might might have clipped that right there. That that was that was fantastic bars. All right. <laughs> the number to call four three four six five eight one two two zero. Six one two. You're in line. Who am I speaking to? Here's the opening for you guys. Hello. Yeah, six one two. Who am I speaking to? Oh, Lamar. All right, turn speakers on for me, boss. You got me on hold. Nah, you you on live right now. Turn speakers on for me, please. You live? What's happening? Hey, how you doing, sir? Um, I just want to say I'm in Minneapolis, and uh, there's been a lot of violence that's been going on, and I just want the people of Minnesota or whoever's traveling to Minnesota to commence this violence, please stop. Um. They destroyed a lot of our businesses. They destroyed a lot of our property in the past. Uh, yeah, the cop did a bad thing, but that doesn't mean burn down a whole city. Now, as far as the city, how is the overall safety? Aside from the stuff that's been torn down and the, the crazy stuff that they did, how is the safety now after they have already done what they did? Well, I don't live. I don't live in that area in that proximity. Okay. Uh, I'm in northern. I'm in North Minneapolis. That's in South Minneapolis. Okay. But from what I've heard, you know, the people in that neighborhood are getting terrorized. You know, they can't. They can't walk around with their kids. They can't. You know, they can't. Uh, you know, just do normal things in life. And it's it's sad to me because we got a lot of these hooligans. It's they basically turned it into a chaz zone. They put about five hundred thousand dollars into it, and they're they're promoting um, you know, the the death of George Floyd. And I'm not saying um, what happened to George Floyd was right, but George Floyd wasn't a good man. You know, he 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 really wasn't a good man, in my personal opinion, from the facts that I've 
came up with. So it's kind of sad to me to see like people burn down their own cities over like riffraff. Like you're not burning it. I mean, George Floyd wasn't like a little kid. You know, he, it's not like George Floyd was like a seven or or, or even a teenager. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's just sad to me that people are so ignorant nowadays that they would destroy their own because that hurts. You know, it hurts the grandmas and the grandpas who got to go to these establishments to get their medications and live in the area and. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah, man, it's it, it, it's a it, it's a sad state of affairs that's going on in America, um, and I hope Biden can get it together because he's looking real weak right now. He's looking real soft, and he's making America look like we're a bunch of punks. And I I I really don't know what the future holds. I'm I'm scared for my son. You know what I mean? It, all this debt and it's just it's it's ridiculous what they've been doing in the economy in the economy and in the world it's just it's so disappointing um the state of affairs that we have allowed as a nation right on man well i thank you for the call definitely appreciate you all right thank you sir and now uh, you did help red tell me thank you well, I'm glad for it, man. Glad you're on the right path. Thank you for calling. Bye. All right. Hey, glad to see another one, you know, come across and go go to the go go to the right side of things. 404, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, how you doing? Uh, I'm just going to go by. CK, keep the aliens going. How you doing, Mr. ABL? Everything's all right, man. What's happening? I'm good, sir. Um... Just want to get it out real quick. Uh, I'm not a pro-black person or whatever and all into that. Never was. Congratulations on your 800K. Thank you. <clears throat> but uh, my main thing is I just wanted to talk about something real quick. How do you feel about the uh, China-Russia uh, agreement as far as uh, exploring space or more likely the moon? Do you think that's a pretty good idea or how do you feel about something like that? Because I'm more on the science and uh, tech side. What's your thoughts? Well, I don't really know about it. I've not seen the the details of it, so I really don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what they're going to do. What's their purpose? But they're going to try to just they're going to try to find something up there, bring it back, try to do some mining up there. I'm not sure what they're really going to do. <laughs> so if they're not really going to do anything that's important on the moon, then I'm no. I don't really feel too much. I don't have too much concern about it. I think I'll be more concerned if they were talking about uh, building some weaponry for space, which they already have. That's a different story, right there. Yeah. They have been, as a matter of fact, and uh, agreement is probably involving such a thing. They uh, plan on doing some moon exploration, of course, and uh, construction also as well. Mm. Uh, I can send you some information if you would like, if you wanted more information on that. Okay. But uh, that's pretty much my whole deal. I was just curious if you knew about what was going on. But uh, again, congrats on your 800K. And uh, as far as the uh, woman that was speaking about the uh, hospitals and the nursing, uh, she's right on point. I get to see some of that personally. Uh, I got to see it on a few bases, as a matter of fact, from current, you know, active duty. So I get to see some other things that, of course, I can't really mention. But, uh, yeah, the field serene is not really that great in some of these places. And then other places, it's a little more advanced. But that's all I wanted to say. 
Well, sir, have a good day. All right, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you, boss. All right, great call. And shout out to the military, active duty. Thank you for your service, of course, all, all the time. Let's get to some more here. And you guys know the drill. 434-658-1220-404, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Yeah, hello? Yes. Hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, not too much, man. What's going on? Hey, man, uh, not much either. You're not landing right now. I watch your show. Really enjoying what's going on right now. Uh, and I really like it and enjoy what everybody else is saying. But I just want to have a little message for the for the people who are worried right now, because I know there's a lot going on in the nation. Um, <clears throat> you know, the more thought we, the more thoughts that we put into what's going on, then the more I think that the enemy is winning. But the less that we think about what's happening, then the more we can actually take action to rebuild what they're trying to destroy. If you catch what I'm trying to say, sometimes a thoughtless mind is a better and happier mind. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, but yeah, everything that's going on right now, you know, I'm, I, I came from Venezuela. I'm Latino. Uh, been supporting Trump since 2016. Uh, I do YouTube channels too, videos. Uh, I do writing and blogging, uh, very philosophical. Uh, and I've done some research recently, and a lot of people have been uh, going psychotic, have been having psychotic episodes. There's been a rise in mental health illnesses, too, with uh, people because of, the, of everything that's going on. And they say, you know, basically like we're living in a sci-fi movie. Uh, so the message is to not worry as much because this is not our battle. We weren't created to be suffering. We were created to be happy. That's right. Absolutely. You know, the, the suffering, the, the unhappiness has got to, that's, that's, that's a, a strain on mental health. And that can also cause physical problems. A lot of that's going on. So you're right about that. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you, Gabriel, for your show. I'm going to continue to watch it. And, uh, yeah, I uh, follow your channel. And thank you for all you do. And thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, thank you. All right, shout out to the caller from, from the USA now, but by way of Venezuela. 405, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Mike Martin. All righty, what's I've happening? Watched, I've been listening to you for a long time now, and I love everything that you're doing. But everyone keeps on missing over the fact that it's uh, the dumbing down society about 40 years ago is where all this is coming from. You have a bunch of ed- uneducated people out there saying a bunch of stupid things, and all they are is followers. This, this is where society had went south. Now, you, on the other hand, are bringing all that stuff back around. I'm really happy with what you're doing. Well, thank you, anyway, man. That's really all I wanted to say, man, because education is, is, is a, it's a moral thing. And a lot of morals are gone out there. People have lost their scruples. They've lost their morals. And they have no biblical sense. That's right. That's right on it, man. Hold on, man. Uh I'm done. Later. Thank you for the call. All righty. Great calls tonight. Let's get to some more. 314, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony. This is Aurelio in St. Louis. How are you tonight? I'm doing a right. Can't complain about yourself. No, not bad. I'm just uh, wanted to call in and comment about the speech Kamala Harris made about the uh, Atlanta shootings. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I thought it was the most 
just a d- disgusting racist uh, speech that I'd never heard in my life. It really, really was. Now, I didn't actually hear the speech. I may have heard some clips, but I didn't actually hear the speech. What What was the general um, tone of it? What was the general message from the speech that she was trying to push? Um, she was basically really just saying that, um, you know, really putting focus on the effort that Asian Asian hate crimes are up and that she was just really focusing on the six Asian women that were killed, which is sad. It really is. But the way she presented it was that we need to focus on that and that Asian hate crimes are on the rise. And that's simply just not true. Right. Yeah. I mean, she, she's just simply pulling a, a, a bull-faced lie. I almost want to smack her. Excuse me. I don't want to do that. I want to say that. But I almost wanted to jump on the TV screen and said, hey, did, did, did you forget about the Virginia Tech shooter? Uh, you know? Hey, yeah. I almost so, forgot about that one. Yeah. It was a... I mean, how many died in you know, that incident? It, it, it was like... Uh, I think it was like 28 or 30 or yeah, something like something like that. Quite a like bit. That. And the guy was mentally ill. I'm not going to hold it against him. But if she wants to make an, 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 an issue out of race with the shooters, well, we can talk, we can, we can bring that up all all day long. Yeah, very good point. You know, I, I, that's, just, that's just all I really want to say. I just thought it was a really sad speech. And she's just a really, you know poor excuse for a vice president and the even sadder part about it is joe biden was sitting right back there be be behind her right Almost pretty much like giving it kind of took a took, giving it credence huh? basically giving it credence saying yeah, yeah i support this yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just it's just not 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 right what she's doing i just it's just really really sad what's happening now so i don't know anyway that's just what i wanted what i wanted to say tonight i just wanted to bring that point in there so but if if you do get a chance you should really make a video about the speech i'll check it out for sure man yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. Thank okay. you. All right. Good night. All righty. All righty. Valentine, what's happening, man? Anthony, talk to me, brother. How you feeling today, man? Everything's all right, man. Can't complain. Man, I want to congratulate you, bro. 800,000 subscribers. <laughs> the people in the chat, let Anthony have it, man. Hit that <laughs> like button. Anthony, you deserve it, bro. Anthony, since, since when have you been doing political content on youtube what was how many years because i know it takes years well i started in 2015 oh but not even that long man so so me and you almost have the same amount of time but again it's it's, youtube is a crazy world this content creation space is just insane but hey anthony you're doing an awesome job you're an awesome creator man and it's a reason you have eight hundred thousand subscribers and you are on your way to one million subs, man, and, I, and you're going to do it. It's just a matter of time. Anthony, let me ask you a question real quick. All right. What race do you think in America right now in 2021 is the most attacked race? What race do you think that is? Black. You think the, the most the most attacked race is the black race? Like, like, like as, as far as, like, what do you mean attack? You mean attack physically or attack? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, uh, or racist against. Let me, let me place it, put it like oh. that. Ra- what race do you think that is? Well, okay, let's, okay, I'm going to say, if you're talking about, like I was saying just now, we're talking about physically black, like as far as like murder victims, if we're talking about like, oh, you're racist and you're hateful, then it's white. It's no, yes, it's no, exactly. It's, yeah. That's that's the one, that one. Okay, so I, I agree with you 100%. I think uh, the white race is being attacked 100% more than any other race, actually. Did you saw the story on the root quote whiteness is a pandemic? You know what? I saw that and I forgot I gotta do I need to do a video about that. I, I've not read it yet, but I've been okay. hearing about it a lot. I've heard some things that's in it. I already know kind of okay. what it's about, but I really okay. want to read it and dig into it because that's crazy. Okay. And you know, that that guy that wrote that, Damon Young mm-hmm. from quote unquote mm-hmm. 
very smart brothers, really dumb brothers, but anyway, <laughs> he's the same guy that said that straight black men are the white people of black people. That was him. <laughs> same guy. No lie. Wow, man. Wow. I, I don't even know who this guy is, but I'm a, let me give you a preview. Let me give you a snippet. I'm going to read you the first paragraph. Damon Young, I have no idea who this guy is. I know he's a black guy on the route. The first paragraph, whiteness is a public health crisis. It shortens life expectancies. It pollutes air. It constricts equilibrium. It devastates forests. It melts ice caps. It sparks and funds war. It flattens dialects. It, it infects consciousness and it kills people, white people and people who are not white, my mom included. There will be people who die in 2050 because of white supremacy induced decisions in 1850. To me, I say that, bro, and this person, Damon Young, even though I don't have no idea who this person is, this guy is a racist 130,000%, to be honest. Would you say the same? Big facts, big facts. And you know the thing about it, not only is he a racist, he's a, he's a, uh, opportunist racist, meaning mm -hmm. he'll say these things in the moment just to be able to a try grifter. To it's a grifter, yes, 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> because the website, uh, VSB, I, I, read, I read them back in the day. I used to read them years ago when I was still kind of on the left. And they were mm -hmm. an independent website, kind of like how my website is. I just write whatever I want, right? Mm -hmm. But then they got acquired by The Root, which is mm -hmm. not a black-owned company at all. So now, whatever The Root says, whatever NBC Universal says, Oh, nah, that's, that's what you have. So we, we want you to say that. Say what, say what mm -hmm. we say. So he has to get more controversial and more reckless. I've noticed that since he got acquired. He was already right there to begin with, but yeah. it was more like bro code type stuff. Then it yeah. became um, white supremacy is the devil. We got to kill it. It became that mm -hmm. after the acquisition. So, this, and this is what, what, what I fear with this whole movement against anti-whiteness in America, in America, and sadly, there's a lot of white people who are pushing anti-whiteness too. My big fear is that, Brandon Straka said this regarding um, when you call people uh, homophobic, that they're not homophobic, right? If I constant, uh, I'm calling people homophobic, 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 that they are not homophobic, you're only going to create what? A homophobic person because they know that you are uh, accusing them unjustly, so they're not going to want to know anything about uh, uh, gay people, right? Um, I think the, the atmosphere right now is going there towards uh, for white people, right? A lot, of, a lot of white people are being categorized as racist. They're not being racist. You know what they're going to do? They're not going to want to know about any other race that's not their race. So they're going to become racist in an effort, and I don't blame them, in an effort to protect themselves from being just called uh, racist unjustly, to be honest. And this is a huge problem, right? When we have all this anti-whiteness going on, labeling these people, and this is why history is important, right? For example, uh, you, you know you you know the the genocide in Rwanda in 1993 or 94, I think it was, um, which I didn't even know about. But there was a genocide that yeah, was the, sparked um, the the Hutus and the Tutsis. Hutus and the Tutsis, right? So this was a a, a, a ethnic uh, genocide. They're, they they say that from. I think from like April to like August of 1994, I believe it was, from 200,000 to 800,000 people were killed based on race, right? So they demonized the other race, right? The Tutsi, they killed a whole bunch of them. They said that if you had a T and their race was put on, on their ID card. So if you pull up to a checkpoint, having a T on your ID card meant like short death, right? So they're, they're stoking this anti, uh, uh, anti-whiteness fear. And I think it's just, uh, coming to a boil in the United States. Same thing happened in, in Nazi Germany where you had white people against white people, Jews against German. Same exact thing, and, and it's insanity. Did you see 
the 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 woke capitalism now we're going to and this whole anti-white stupidity again giant foods uh, uh in the greater washington dc area i know you come from the, the virginia area back in the day you said right mm -hmm. do you know about giant foods um is it a grocery supermarkets, store supermarkets supermarkets yeah, yeah i know about giant yeah Okay, so they 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 released a press release back in um, December saying that they're gonna label now their 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 products up to what race they come from or what background yeah. they come from. Yeah, let I me saw give that. you the let me give you the background. Seven of them, women. One of them is so they're gonna be labeled like woman owned, Asian uh, Indian owned, three Asian Pacific owned, G uh, or four LGBT owned, five veteran owned, six black and seven Hispanic owned. Woof, Anthony, me and you, we good, man. We covered, boy. <laughs> um, th so that you're going to have labels literally in the aisle saying this company is black owned. This company is LGBT owned. This division of white, of, 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 of the races and the, and, uh, and along, I know you heard of the Columbia, six different graduations also there separated based on different economic status and, and, and sexual orientation. It's just insanity. Where's this going to end up? You think it's going to end up in a good place? I can't really call it. I think it's going to be people that kind of react negatively against it. And they, it, it's going to backfire. It's not going to be what they think. They're thinking they're doing something good. And people are going to catch on. Yeah. But it's really going to be the opposite. You're going to see a rebellion against this kind of behavior because people are just not really going to like it too much. Hey, I, I don't care if they level, if, like they had Goya label Hispanic owned. Like I don't go into a supermarket and just strictly buy Goya. Like I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, me, personally, I will never ever buy a giant food. But that's where we got to take it. We got to take our conservative dollars and send it to companies that are literally going to back us up. Anthony, I don't want to take more of your time, but I do want to wish you the best, man. 800,000 subscribers you putting in the work. It's a lot of work doing this whole YouTube space. Yes. I want to I wanna bless your family in the name of the creator and may the Lord, bro, bless you, your, your business ventures and all that. God bless and have a good one, my brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Man. Appreciate you. Peace. All right, great call from my man, Valentine, the Valentine Show right here on the YouTubes. And you know what? One thing about the uh, the giant store labeling foods with black owned, white owned, not white owned, that's the one that's missing, right? White owned, because that, that'd be racist if you say white owned, but anyway, Black-owned, Hispanic, LGBT, et cetera. Uh, what if you're a white supremacist and you don't want to buy a black-owned product? That's happened before because you guys may know or may not know. I come from the business, you know, self-employed world. And I've heard stories about when I want to tell this story with, with details because it might kind of blow my man up. But um, my man has a, a spot and he was going to do a job. And... Normally, when he would do the job, he'd have a secretary go in there first. Secretary is not black, right? And when he show up, they'd be like, oh, is it you that owns it? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. So if you're a real racist or you don't want to do it with black people because you might have negative experience, whatever the case may be, all right, cool. So that's black owned. I don't want that. So it's a way to identify somebody and have somebody be racist against them. It's, you know... It's a white, it's a, if, if you're a white supremacist for real, that's great because you know what foods to not buy. So you, you're enabling them. You're giving them tools to be able to pick and choose what they want to get. So what's the, you know what I mean? It's, it's dumb. It's silly. It doesn't make any sense. Let's get to some more calls here. All righty. All righty, Skype caller. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hey, it's David Lee. Hey, how you doing tonight? Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Uh, pretty good, man. Man, what do, you, what do you think about our president falling down steps? <laughs> it, it was pretty bad. It, it was it was definitely pretty bad. But, hey, 
what are you gonna do? I'm I'm glad it, it showed him going up instead of coming down. You know. Well, yeah. If you would have if you would have fell all the way down, and that would have been bad. Rolling down like a like a, a hedgehog or something that would have been terrible. It would have been. I mean, it was really kind of sad it in a way. Sad, it was yeah. sad, but man. Yeah, but hey, I mean, luckily he's okay. He didn't break no bones. So, right. you know. I was, afraid, I was afraid he broke his shin, to tell you the truth. Yeah, because he, he landed pretty hard on that step, like with his shin just going straight down. All that force, and he's 78 years old. I mean, it's not as, oh. he's, he's not going to be as durable as he used to be in the back in the day. Yeah. I just, I, I know what I'd have felt like if I'd have felt like that. And I'm not near that old. Well, I'm close, but not near that old. But. Right. I think it's payback for making fun of Trump when he slipped and actually did not fall when he was given that speech at the military school, remember? Yeah, at West Point. Yeah, at West Point. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure did. He was like, hey, you know, look at how he just, you know, goes down the ramp. I will never do that. I went up the ramp. Oh, it's like, okay, so you went up the ramp and you're just the picture of health until you fall and almost break your hip. Oh, okay, we see. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you nailed it, man. I don't know if our video or whatnot is coming through good tonight. Uh, I'm on my old computer in the shop. Uh, it's all right. I can, I, can, I can hear you guys pretty well, but the video is kind of top of you. you. Your sound is perfect, though. Your sound is all right. Okay, I cut around. <laughs> you know, uh, it showed up Biden, you know, when he started up the steps, he thought he was a spring chicken. You know, he was going to just skip off and jump up through there. It caught up with him. It sure did. You know, it's like, no, you're not, you're not a young man anymore. You got to you right. act your age Take a little one bit. One step at a time. One, you know, I wish you'd run the damn country. At, excuse me, man. <laughs> I wish you'd run the country that way. One step at a time. Think about it. Take the step. Go. You know. That's right. I'm sorry I said that four-letter word there. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. It's just very disappointing here because we're already getting a tax hike because fuel has rose. Everybody's paying more for gasoline. And now they want to do the first federal tax increase. They say that they haven't done that in years. And here COVID is just kind of getting under control. It's like, what is going on with this country? Why are you doing us Americans this way? It's just very upsetting. Yeah, I understand. But I think Biden's not really in control. He's just a face of the control that's happening. Yeah, he's the face of it. He's not in control. I think we all knew COVID would kind of linger away, uh, drop off like it has uh, when they got in office. But you now, know, now I get think other about, uh, You said what now? I think about, you know, they wanted the $15 an hour minimum wage deal. Yeah. And it's going to take that for people to get by so the prices that are going up, fuel, and that affects everything down the daggum line, man. Gallon of milk, uh, ground beef, you, you name Dog it. Dog food, it's going to affect yeah, whatever you buy, Whatever you buy weekly, mm-hmm. the prices are going up. It's going to take money, you know, to get by now. I mean, see, a lot more money. But see, the problem is when they raise the wage up, they're going to raise the cost of goods and services more to pay for oh, that. Yeah. Correct. So Correct. it's like it's like a lateral yeah. move. This country's in a pickle, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and I think people are going to realize that come next year, midterm elections, people are going to realize it, hopefully. If they don't realize what's happening right now, I mean, they're not ever going to realize it. Yeah. You know, I wish about eight months ago when we was talking about, or longer, when we was talking about the mail-in voting, we'd all jumped up and down then. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could have made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. And that fence is put up, I believe, it's because all this fraud is starting to come out in all these states, and they feel like people are just going to storm that area. I, I think when people have had enough, it's just going to get really ugly in this country, and people have not not everybody re- has reached that point yet. Yeah, you know what? I, I figured it would take a while for all the things to come out about the election. I said that back then. I was like, you know, it's not going to be an immediate thing right now. Like before Biden got inaugurated, I figured he'd get inaugurated, and then afterwards they find a bunch of stuff about this election from all these states and different things going on, investigations playing out. So I figured it would be a while and we're hearing new things every day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What, what do you think about the Southern border? Anthony? Um, it's a mess and it's because of Joe Biden, you know, you just bringing everybody here. It's a big magnet. Oh, we'll just no deportations. You can go anywhere into the country. He's it's a big magnet. But when Trump was in the magnet, did not exist. He was like, Hey, if you want to, Try to seek asylum, do it in Mexico. Stay there. Don't come here. If you come to the border, you're going to get deported. You're going to get sent back. We had, we had security because there was not a magnet, and it was built on the wall at the same time. But now they want to stop building the wall, tell everybody to come on over. We're not going to deport you, and we're going to give you money perhaps. He's just He basically yeah. inviting them to come. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd, I'd give anything in this world if our country will take care of the people that are within our, the people in the country, and after we did, got that took care of, maybe we could help people elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a sad thing in a way. I mean, I, I, re- I don't know. But, you know, they said that... Uh, I think it was a lot of teenage guys. Oh, yeah, mostly. San no, Antonio, when, 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 they, when, when they say unaccompanied children, they're talking about 16-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, when I was 16, I was working and driving, so that's not quite a, a child, really. That's, that's, a, that's a young adult. Right, exactly. And then it allows their whole family. They say that if one child gets in this country, then everybody within that family can come over, not just the parents, grandparents aunts uncles did you hear that yeah chain migration because once you get one in then it's like okay everybody else come on in and then the anchor babies and things like that i saw a documentary where it was this uh woman one of those caravans coming to the border and she was able to get to the border and she was pregnant she literally hopped the fence at that particular point it was a small fence she hopped the fence had a baby at a nearby hospital and then all of a sudden here comes a whole husband that she had out of nowhere and also a four-year, and and also a four-year-old boy out of nowhere. So it went from one person crossing the border illegally to a family of four instantly. Yeah, yeah. we just this cannot continue. <laughs> man, you, you nailed it, man! You nailed it. You nailed it. Well, I, I thank y'all for the call. I got a few more on the line. I'm gonna well, get to okay, you. Okay, man. You. you have a good evening. Thank, thank right. you, man. Bye bye. Thank y'all. Bye bye. All right, shout out to the callers. Yeah, that was crazy about that documentary I'm talking about. It's like, okay, where where his husband come from? He just popped out of nowhere. Like, it was like rubbing a genie bottle. He just poofed. 
pop right on up. And then a whole four-year-old boy walking and talking with a pair of Adidas on. It's like, what? What is this? This this ain't the the woman trying to seek shelter and running from a bad situation. She had a whole family. You had the Hispanic Cosby family coming across the border. It was crazy. But that's what's going on. These people ain't all just poor and destitute. They, they're trying to get money. And a lot of times already got money. Period. That's what's going on. So let's get to some more here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. There's also an email in the description box if you want to get on our Skype right here in the bottom left-hand corner. All right. All right, Skype caller, what's going on? Scotty, what's happening? All right. Can you hear me? Hey, ABL, how you doing? Everything's right, man. What's What's happening? All right, you got to... Yeah, can you hear me? Your, your connection's kind of choppy, but I can hear you for right now. All right, um, hold on a second. All right. We live on the air, boss. Hey, can you hear me? I hear you now, yes. All right. Hey, uh, ABL, I just wanted to call in and uh, congratulate you on 800. Uh, that's that's awesome, bro. Um, well, you were talking to a caller earlier and you had said that you had only been doing it for uh, since 2015. It made me realize uh, I've been watching you, you know, regularly since like late, late 2015. Oh, wow. Wow. 2016. So I'm, I'm an OG fan of yours. And I just <laughs> want to say, like, congratulations and, and thanks for doing what you're doing, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. A lot means a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Keep up the good work. I appreciate you, boss. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night, man. All right. Great call. Shout out to the OG viewers. Yeah, I started I, I started in 2015. I was putting out videos kind of randomly, like, at towards the beginning of the year. And then, like, maybe, maybe like the middle of the year. Maybe, like, summertime. And then there was an event that happened. I won't say what it is right now. I could, I'll keep that for the book, maybe. But... I started taking it seriously after I say Thanksgiving time right around 2015. So that's when I started putting out, I started putting out videos regularly and was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for real. I'm going to just take it seriously. A lot of people, what happens is they try to, they try to do YouTube and don't take it quite seriously. Like you got to dedicate a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort and perfect your craft, put money into your craft you know, that's the whole story right there. But shout out to everybody that's an OG viewer or a recent viewer. However you got to me, however you started watching me, I appreciate you for being here. So thank you. And if you liked the video, what you heard so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. If you're not subscribed yet, for whatever the reason may be, I don't know what's going on, but go ahead and subscribe to the channel right now. I'd appreciate you if you did that. That I mean a whole lot to me as well. All right, let's get to some more here. Um, let's go... 780, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, my name is Phil. All righty, man. What's going on? Not a lot yourself. And not too much, man. Just hanging in there. Right on. Generally wearing an aluminum hat these days. I've been um, following too much American politics. And one one thing I've never really heard anybody suggest, it seems to be a new phenomenon with, um, with, with the Chinese hate crimes. 
And I think that there's a political narrative to this, that if you look at uh, the aggression coming from China um, and what Trump was doing previously with uh, shutting down the Confucius Institutes and all of this, um, I would be concerned that um, that there's going to be a political narrative coming where if you say anything, anything against the Confucius Institutes, it's going to be a Chinese hate crime. If you say anything about Chinese buying American businesses or uh, you know homes or anything like this, that it's going to be a, a hate crime. Um, there, there's a lot happening right now to push the Great Reset, and you know the clear uh, what I would say is clear uh, disrespect from China toward America and um, you know the World Economic Forum saying that the U.S. won't be the world's leading superpower. Um, I'd be concerned with the political political narratives. No, that's that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that about how you know China's pretty much trying to take over, eating our lunch basically. And if we're speaking out against it, Absolutely. then it's going to be oh, it's, that's a hate crime because speaking about Asian people. Well, I have yeah. a Chinese center opening in my backyard and taking over my my whole lawn. Don't no no hate crime. So that's a very good point. Well, and I, and I think the same thing happened with BLM because no, no, like I mean, um, I'm going to say I'm I'm white, um, pasty white because I don't get enough sun. Um, so I, for anybody to say that you know black lives don't matter, um, obviously they're they're a you know uneducated, ill 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 informed person or misinformed person. Um, but when you have a political organization adopt a name Black Lives Matter for anybody to say anything against the organization, obviously they're then conducting themselves in some form of hate speech. Um, like, like I'm, I'm aware of the efforts of ACON to electrify Africa. I haven't heard of a single um, accomplishment of the, of the BLM organization to elevate any, any kind of ethnic or minority um, group uh, out of poverty, improving education, improving infrastructure, water. Uh, I've not heard of a single accomplishment, even though they've raised millions of dollars for their organization uh, to fund their water bottles and projectiles that they hurl at police. But if you say anything against the organization, obviously you're a racist. Um, so uh, on, on the cusp of Biden coming in and the political agendas that they're pushing, the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset. Um, these have been tools to destabilize America. And, and, and China's pointed out, as I said, that uh, with America looking weak right now, all, all this is going to do is embolden China, embolden Russia. And, um, you know, as a Canadian, uh, unfortunately, what happens south of the border rolls uphill as well and uh, hits, hits us too. And you know, with our government as it is, uh, I'm I'm already looking at you know moving to the moving to the mountains because uh, th things are chaotic. I hear you, man. Right on it, man. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, and congrats on the 800. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, let's get to the next one. Seven zero four. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? All right, it's Rob from Charlotte, North Carolina. All righty, what's going on? How's it going? Oh, not too much. How you doing? I appreciate you taking my call. No problem. Um, I was going to uh, circle back <laughs> as uh, our new uh, fake wannabe Kaylee would say uh, back to a previous caller that was talking about how we shouldn't talk about these subjects, you know, just kind of just go on with things and just, you know, just not talk about them, just not bring it up. And, you know, it's like a lot of people I've talked to have, have said similar things and it's like, 
you know, they're thinking, you know, and that'll just disappear. But that's, to me, it's the opposite. To me, it's just going to, I mean, it's just going to get worse. You're I mean, if you're not paying attention to what's going on, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's not affecting my daily life. Well, it's, it's going to, if you, if you don't pay attention to what's going on, it's going to, that's for sure. And, you know, for people to just not, you know, just go on with, you know, well, no, I'm just going to focus, you know, I mean, let's just watch this movie. Let's, you know, I'm not, we're going to stay away from politics. We're not going to talk about this. We're not going to, and that's all fine and dandy. But then what happens when, you know, the, you know, the stuff starts spinning in the fan blades and you should have been listening. You should have been paying attention and realizing what the establishment's doing and how they're screwing us over. So I don't, I, I don't like how a lot of people are, are going about it that way, you know, just saying, let's, you know, let's just not talk about it, guys. Let's just not talk about this stuff. When I see it in, I, I do understand in one way, which is like, as far as race, I say a lot of people have basically become racist that have never even thought about being racist or anything like that because of what media shoves down your throat as far as, Okay, if you're white, now we're going to continuously bring up white supremacy. We're going to continuously bring up white privilege. We're going to continuously bring up white guilt. We're going to shove this Black Lives Matter stuff down your throat. We're going to keep doing that until the point to where finally white people are like, all right, well, screw you, black guys. Like, God, stop. Just shut up. And same thing with gays or trans or anything like that nothing was ever really a problem until every single tv show every single thing on the news now every single thing is all about uh you have to have like i mean i think we even have a gay captain america now don't we or yes. something like that yes <laughs> it's just so it, it it gets to the point where those people that i mean nobody's ever homophobic nobody cared you know i, I don't care nobody you're not hurting anybody but it's it's that divide and conquer tactic is working so well on people that, you know, it gets to the point where that trans and um, gay and all that is, is, it's on every single thing you watch. And you're told if you don't like it, you're homophobic. If you didn't like this performance, you're homophobic. Uh, you're a bigot. You're a racist, this and that. You do get to the point, you know, so then those people are like, all right, I'm sick of this gay stuff. Like, just get, you know, stop it. So, um, like I see it, I see it in one way, like where, where people like that would say, you know, well, we just need to, you know, not talk about it. I see it as the opposite. I, I, I say, we do talk about these things. Like I'm talking about and say, like, look what they're doing to us. They're well, making us. The, thing, the thing about it is if we don't talk about it, then it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. You don't have to know about it. We don't have to really have it in our, on our faces. So then it can affect us negatively. We can't really get upset and triggered about it if we're not even talking about it, if we don't acknowledge it. So we're talking about trying to keep your, your mental stability on point. If that's an issue, then that's one thing. But if you're trying to actually, you know, do something about it and prepare yourself for what's coming, then you might want to talk about what's going on and figure out a way to defeat it. Exactly. And thank you for bringing that up because that's actually what I would I, – um, I forgot to bring up actually is that saying, which is ignorance is bliss. But the thing is, it's still ignorance. 
that's that's the whole point about yes, ignorance is bliss. We can say, but it's still ignorance, like you're saying. We can't we can't fall into that. We can't just not talk about this type of stuff. We can't not get together, have conversations, debate. Well, I mean, we know Biden can't debate, but mm-hmm. you know we can't do that w- with ourselves. We have to be able to talk, and that's why I love you know platforms. Your your show, I've always been following. I love your work. You do great work, and we we need more people out there like yourself doing these types of things because we do need to talk about it. We do need to talk about these things because if we don't, you're going to have stuff like China. We're going to have this globalist. We're going to new world order. We're going to have the the new normal. We're going to have, we're going to be wearing seven masks in here in two years. I mean, if we don't talk about it and we don't fight this type of stuff, it's just going to keep going. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up because I didn't really agree with exactly what he was saying there. And I think we do need to talk about these things. And I really appreciate your platform, everything that you've done. Um, you got a hardcore supporter here and, um, just wanted to say those things and, um, uh, I'll drop off the air and I really appreciate you taking my call, man. I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. Bye. All righty. Great call. Let's get to some more here. Let's go. Nine, five, one, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony, this is Chris from California. All righty, man. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Now, this kind of rolls over from your last caller, but I, I had to bring this to your attention. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but I'm a younger listener of yours, so I, I'm actually on TikTok and all that stuff. But there's this thing going around right now. It's called, it has to do with, like, genders and crap like that. And it's the gender, they call themselves super straight. I don't know if you heard about that. Or not, I, I've, I've seen funny. that, but I don't, I don't know what that is, but I have seen it. Oh, it's 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 a complete joke, but it's actually hilarious because what it is is it's these it's this jet well it's this sexuality I guess that it's people who only like the opposite gender that was born that way, and it started off as a complete joke, and now they're actually in the LGBT community thing, but the whole thing before they were able to get into it is that all these people that we're in the LGBT community we're getting all mad and saying, Oh, you guys are making fun of our, what's it called? You guys can't just make up sexualities and all this, this and that. But they're like, wait a second. Isn't that exactly what you guys are doing? Right. That's that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was pretty funny. I just wanted to see if you ever heard about it. Cause it's pretty funny that when somebody comes and makes up their own thing like that and, they get all mad because it, it doesn't fit their narrative, you know? Yeah, because I but mean, you're right, though, because I, I didn't see no type of um, crazy random genders. Like, I played a video, might have been a few shows ago, where there, somebody said their pronouns were zero, 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 zero. I'm like, okay, you're just making up pronouns randomly. <laughs> like, they were freestyling their pronouns just live on the air. It's like, all right, so if you can make those up and I got to call you that, or, you know, I might get locked up if I'm in Canada. I might get locked up if I don't call you the right pronouns. Why can't I have my own um, orientation I make up? What's the difference? It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah and it's just funny because it just, it just proves the point that even when you play their game, you still can't win, according to them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not designed for us to win. It's designed, it's designed, in my opinion, to attack us. It's weird. Exactly. 
All right, well, I won't take any more of your time. I just wanted to, I'll just kind of laughing about that to myself. And I just wanted to share it with you. All right, thank you for the call. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Peace out. Yeah, uh, that that was crazy. I don't know if you guys saw that video where the zero zim zim zero, all types of crazy random stuff. I'm gonna find that right quick. The the multiple different pronouns from that from that random person. I need to find that video because that was hilarious. And while I'm looking for that right quick, you guys hit the like button if you've not done that so far. And thank you for being here. I appreciate it. But yeah, if you can make up your own uh your own gender, your own pronoun or whatever. Ah, here we go. Let's let's check it out. Okay, this is uh on on the Instagrams. So, let's put it on the screen. M R R Z Z M Z Z Z or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z her. I'm Cody. Pronouns E M R R Z Z M Z Z Z or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z her. I'm Cody. Pronouns E M R R Z Z M Z Z Z or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z her. I'm so their name is Cody. Their name is their their pronouns are E the letter E M E M R E I R E R R S or Z X E Zim, X-E-M, Zier, X-Y-R, or Ziers, X-Y-R-S. Making up stuff randomly. But she, but you can't call this particular person Z, Z-E, H-I-R, or H-I-R-S. <laughs> so if you could do that, how about I say I'm super straight? How about that? What's the difference? I can't tell. But let's keep on going. I digress. All right, so let's get to some more. All right, Victor, what's happening? Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hey, man. Are you ready for that new Captain America? Man, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not quite ready for that, man. I'm not ready for the, for the woke stuff quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, if I was gay, I would be mad because I'm like, you picture me, you picture a gay person like this. <laughs> Why can't they just be a normal person and to say that they're homosexual? Right. It's like the dude looks like he it's like he looks kind of kind of weak, kind of feminine. It's like he could just be a regular dude like uh, what's the name? Omar in the wire. Mm-hmm. It could be like that. And then you just oh, he happens to be gay, too. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, how did we get from? The very first issue with Captain America punching Hitler to this. It's it's the it's the woke society in which we live because you gotta ask yourself who are who are writing these uh comics, who are illustrating the comics, who who's working in the industry? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was bad when I saw Captain British as have have you heard about that? Captain British? Yeah, well, that's I don't know what they're gonna call it, but on Disney Plus, they have this what what if Marvel. One of the scenarios is what if Peggy Carter, a British woman, and uh, and Captain America, love a love character. What if she took up the mantle? And I saw the picture. They made they made her look manly, <laughs> like it's it's Captain America in a wig, 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, first off, it's an American it's an American character that was used for patriotism. And you give it to a Brit? That's <laughs> messed up. And then two, you made her a woman, not even in a feminine body, but a manly body. If I was a woman, I'd be mad about that too. Right. Exactly. Because, I mean, women, at a certain point, you can't appreciate being a woman. Like, I, but is, is that wrong? Is that somehow um, anti-woke to do? Yeah, exactly. Speaking of the gays, have you seen that fit that Don Lemon gave when the Pope came out about not blessing homosexual marriage? I, I did not see what Don Lemon said. Man, well, first off... He talked about that, you know, it's it's their right and like yada yada yada, but he doesn't want them to, he doesn't want their views be pushed on him. Like, what is the Pope going to do to the America laws? Right. When he said that. I mean, the Pope, last time I checked, was not a public official in the United States. He's not, uh, he has no power over here. He's just a guy, really. <laughs> I mean, I mean, people, they respect him in a religion. That's one thing. But we're talking about being able to pass laws and stuff like that. No. Yeah. I mean, and, and also, I mean, why, why is he upset? I mean, he's not even Catholic. Right. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, people just get so, up. like, I think Don Lemon, he's like a guy that always is triggered about something. That, that's, that's his show. He's, he's triggered. He's mad and sad and butthurt about something. No pun intended. Yeah. And then... Uh, and the CNN article twisted what the letter actually said because they said that uh, homosexuality is sin when the Catholic Church has been very clear that it's not the person that's the sin, it's the act. What, peop- what people you know, don't, want, don't realize is that when it comes to cre- just Christian teaching, that we don't base personhood on what you do or how you on how you act is who you are and you could you could have you could you could be interested in any sex but it's it's acting on those desires is what we're talking about yeah we're not saying that we're not attacking you as the person and and i can't believe cnn will well yes i can believe but i mean cnn just twist the whole letter what the church actually said. Right, of course. It's all about pushing the narrative, that's all. Yeah. And my last one, Sharon Os- Sharon Osborne. I can't believe she apologized. I mean, it's like, really, she either is going to apologize or go find something else to do. But, you know, the thing about it, Sharon Osborne is kind of on the left, too. So it's like, now, what you've put yourself in this box. You've, you've become part of this woke culture. So you got to acquiesce if you want to be part of the woke culture. Now, if you want to go a different direction, you can go a different direction. But once you break from it, you, you got to break from it totally. So she was like, no, I'm going to just stay over here and apologize and try to figure out a way to move forward. But it probably wouldn't even be enough. They probably would go ahead and fire her. Yeah. And my wife and I uh, talked about this and I totally agree with you about how Meghan Markle leaving destruction <laughs> and now she messed up the she she messed up the relationship between Harry and Harry and his brother and my wife and I talked about it and we're like she the signs were there that the 
the war royals probably didn't didn't like her it, because first off she's american she's older she's divorced <laughs> i mean those are those are those three three strikes right there that they're going to give you a hard time and when i look at it i think if people call it racism i mean i don't if it's racism it may have came from a distant relative she Meghan Markle did not say anything about the immediate family. In fact, it seemed like she had a good relationship with Queen Elizabeth. But she, uh, so if it was a person that talked about a race, I guarantee you that it was most likely a person not that's far down the line. And, and it probably of, wasn't even anything that was really that bad. It probably was just more about curiosity about the baby. It wasn't even yeah. like. Are you going to yeah. give birth to a monkey or something crazy like that? It wasn't like that. But, but also, since she, but, she didn't say exactly what the person said or say who said it, the person has a way to defend themselves or say what was actually said. Yeah, but also, and then my last point, that Kate, Kate Middle, uh, Williams' wife, been, been through it too because it was more of the classism. And then Princess Diana, they gave her a hard time. So it shows that it's more of a class thing and than, than a race thing. Right, correct. Yeah, all right. Take, thank you for taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right, bye. All right, Sean's a bit for the call. I most certainly appreciate him. All right, we got a few more here. I'm going to get on the line. Let's go to, all right, let me get to, hold on. Let me get back to where I was here. Five four one, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yeah, this is Brandon. Haven't called for a while, but uh, had a quick question for you. All right, go for it. Um, have you heard anything about this uh, digital blackface that <laughs> they're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't truly understand it. So, like, is it is it for memes or what what what's going on there? Memes, yes. So here's the thing. Um, I'm not sure who started this. I'm not sure what website started it or whatever, but some people somewhere on the internet are saying, if you are a white person, maybe even a non-black person, and you use, um, animated gifts of black people to express yourself on the internet, that's called digital blackface and you can't use it. So if you like something, wow. you, you express joy for something and you find a meme of, a black person, you know, celebrating, then that's, that's racist. Wow. <laughs> but if I use the Our same meme, it's fine. Just... So it, it, the other way, it's just fine though. I mean, yes. it, it's just a meme. Just a meme. Yeah. It's, it's not even about racist memes that you could look at and say, oh, that's it's... crazy. I'm talking about just like, if it was a meme of me celebrating and you used it, they would say you're racist if you're white. Damn. Okay, well, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had to ask. I, I I heard that, or I was reading something about it, and I just didn't really understand it. I was like, there's no way they went that far with it. Yeah, but you know what? One thing I'm going to say, I'm not sure who came up with that. Probably some random weirdo in the corner of the internet. I'm not really sure how that's really going to go over, because everybody uses memes. It's not really, to me, it's nothing. But if the media gets a hold of it, then they might try to make it be something. The same way they did with the whole OK sign thing. So hopefully it doesn't go that far. Yeah, because I heard something about Twitter or something was talking about putting into their, like, rules or something. 
No, seriously? No, I haven't heard about that. No, I've not heard about that one. I need, I need to look into it. Yeah, I, as far as my buddy was saying, yeah, um, you might look into it. But, yeah, it, they're just taking it way too far and getting too woke for me. All right, man. Well, well thank you, ABL, and have a great day. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, so I found something right here from a local news station. Um, let me see. The headline reads, Digital Blackface. Twitter takes down fake accounts claiming to be black Trump supporters. Oh, that's that was something else, though. This, okay. Now, this, I remember this when this happened. They were trying to say that there were fake accounts pretending to be black Trump supporters, and they took those down. But that's, that's, not, that's not the same thing as... Um, then at the same thing is digital blackface, what you're talking about right now, if you're using, uh, emojis, not emojis, but, uh, gifts or pictures of black folks celebrating and you're not a black person. If you're a white person, especially then that's racist. This, this ain't, this ain't the same thing though. So that, that probably was that that got caught up in it. This was from 2020 in October, 2020. Yeah. But I do remember that story right there. That was crazy too. Because the, the narrative that the media spun was that the only way you can get Trump supporters as black is because they're fake, you know, f- by accounts, really. And then the, the funny part was that um, one of these outlets used a picture of black people wearing Trump hats to say that these are fake accounts. But I knew people in the picture. <laughs> I think my man Damani Felder was in there. I'm like, that's Damani. That's Damani right there. But they got Damani in there. No, I'm surprised I didn't see my own face in there. But that's a different story. Uh, the number to call, 434-658-1220. And let's get to some more here. All right, 724, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Hello. Yeah, hi. My name is Rochelle. Me and my husband are huge fans. Well, thank uh, you. I appreciate so it. I wanted, we, wanted, we wanted to talk to you about the... Uh, that's that whole thing with Putin and Biden. Do okay. you think that he's going to start a war with us over this or anything like that? Oh, uh, Vladimir Putin? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I think Putin really was just talking, talking about the whole debate thing. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yeah, that won't be enough to start a war. I think he'll just... I think, quite frankly, he was just trying to embarrass uh, Biden because that was a thing like, okay, let's have a debate live on stream. That's not really anything. Uh, that's not a thing when someone's trying to be aggressive. They're just trying to be kind of funny, really. That's probably what that was because he knows that um, Biden won't be able to do it. And quite frankly, that is a pretty tame response to what Biden said, which was that Putin's a killer. Now, you want to call somebody a murderer, yeah. and then they come back, okay, let's have a debate online. They're not really trying to fight, and he's not taking Biden seriously because he knows what time it is. Biden's not the guy running the show. The people behind the scenes are running the show, and Biden is the face. Well, I would love to see the debate. I think it would make Biden look even worse than he already does. Um, but that's kind of scary that he would call – and a killer because we know what he's capable of. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Putin is going to be, a, he's, he's a smart person. He's not going to just do things randomly. So he's not going to jump out the window and do something crazy because he's offended. I mean, uh, Obama was the same way, just trying to be tough guy. 
I remember there was a picture of Obama towards end of his presidency. He was kind of like staring down at Putin because he's, you know, Obama's kind of a little bit taller than Putin. He was kind of like staring down at him and Putin had like kind of like a smile on his face, like a little smirk. It was like, you're not going to do anything. Stop it. So he's not really going to respond to some of these juvenile little name calling and idle threats that people like Biden and Barack Obama make. And why do you think George Stephanopoulos asked that in the interview? He actually, I didn't watch the interview. I just caught a little snippet of it, but he actually asked, do you think that Putin's a killer? And Biden said, yes. Why do you think that George would ask that? But they're all on the same team. Those type of monopolies used to be Bill Clinton. Was he trying to set them up? Well, nah, I mean, they all think that. So they, they, they probably just wanted to, um, disrespect Vladimir. They always say something about Putin. They've been saying something about Putin for a long time. Remember the whole Russia gate thing that lasted for years. It was the mm-hmm. same kind of rhetoric being said back then. Oh, Putin, he hurts his own people and, uh, the Russia do this and the Russia do that. They were blaming Russia for everything that was going on wrong in the United States back then during the whole Russia gate situation with Trump. So it's a continuation of that situation. And, they're all on the same team. The media, left wing, they're all on the same team. Oh, did uh, the did the quad meet? Did that end up happening? I'm sorry, the quad. Uh, yeah, USA, Australia, Japan, and India. Um, Just a meetup. I don't know. I think I heard something about that, but I don't really know about that all the way. I need to look into it. I'm not sure if that happened yet or not. Yeah, I'd be interested to see. I, I don't know if you watch uh, Sky News at all. Occasionally, but yes. They, they Australia, that Australian news station, anyway, um, they talk a lot about being afraid of China because China has been threatening them a lot um, of potential like war with them? Yeah, I mean, because China really is not that far away. Like, you have China, then you have um, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, etc. Um, you know, Burma, Laos, all those countries, Southeast Asia. And right below that, you got Australia, big landmass. They might take that over. I wouldn't be surprised because that's, they, they, they kind of want so, to keep that whole side of the, the side of the world to themselves. I wouldn't be surprised at all. So you think they could potentially take Australia? Oh, yeah, because Australia is a small country. Now, the problem with Australia Mm -hmm. is that they're part of the Commonwealth of Nations, which means they're part of the Kingdom of Great Britain to a certain extent. So there may be a problem with diplomacy when you're talking about the UK and other countries. So and Europe in general, because Australia is still kind of part of them, although it's although it's, it's sovereign. So that might be an issue. But if China wanted to take Australia, it'd be nothing. Australia is a small country, like 25 million people. People don't know that. It's a big country uh, size-wise, but small in population. So if China wanted to take it over, it wouldn't be no problem. Now, do you think if China started taking over Australia, uh, we would America would send our troops? Uh, that's a good question. I don't really know. I think China wouldn't really want to do that because of how Europe may become involved it it would be kind of tricky for them to do that. But if they wanted to, just from a direct force point of view, they could. The problem would be the retaliation. So they probably don't want to do that. So if they if China attacked Australia, I mean, it could put us into a war because 
we would hopefully go in to defend them and other countries would go to their defense and I, yeah, I can't really, like I can't really speak that, that could happen. I, I, I don't really know. It could happen, but I don't really know. I, I don't really know, but that, that, that's a likely situation. But like I said, if that were to be the case, I don't think China would go out and do that because uh, the repercussions, but Hey, I got a lot of calls online. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, if anything, what would happen is Australia would acquiesce to what China is doing because really, there's a lot of countries right now that are pretty much acquiescing to what China is doing. South China Sea, I mean, we have our um, we have our warships in the South China Sea, but that's not necessarily stopping China from building them islands and then putting the military on it and controlling the airspace to a certain extent. It's not so if it, if if there was any kind of conflict that would happen it'd be South China Sea because that's a more valuable lane for traveling goods and stuff like that, gas and all. It'd be right there, not Australia. Yeah, Taiwan, yes. Taiwan, like, Taiwan is not even recognized as sovereign by China. Taiwan is recognized as Chinese Taipei, not Taiwan. If you even say Taiwan to a Chinese person, that's... That's like kind of, it's, it's worse than saying Hong Kong as an independent um, entity. They say Hong Kong is part of China. It's a city in China. It's not an independent thing. Same thing with Macau and stuff like that. But Taiwan, is even, it's, it's even worse with Taiwan because of the history there. How the government was in China that was not communist and they got driven to the island and that's still part of China. That's a different story. And I digress. Let's get to some more calls here. And the phone lines are jumping. So I'm going to try to get to them when I can. 386 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yes. Um, hi. How are you? I'm doing all right about yourself. Doing good. Thank you. Oh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get through because I've been calling for a while and it just it keeps being um, ringing busy. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're on. So what's on your mind? So um, I guess. <laughs> okay. So I feel like there's a big misconception when it comes to. Um, the um what we're seeing with the immigrants um i i'm not very educated within um the immigration oh, like how it works I, i'm not sure how the immigration system works for south what what you consider um south america like not mexico but the other countries um i am i was born in mexico i've been here for 30 years i can tell you that I was brought, brought um, as a, I was under um, age. I was young when I was brought by my parents here. And my process to become uh, legal took forever, took many, many years, took a long time. It was, I struggled a lot. Um, I went to school here, I graduated, I graduated with honors. Uh, I mean, I learned the language. After September 11, when that, when the, you know, towers happened, that changed the system. Like it, it froze and that put me behind. Um, by the time I turned 18 years old, um, they put me in a different category where it took forever for me, um, you know, to get a, even a permit, a driver license. So when people say immigrants do these and they get all of these, it's not that easy. And I'm speaking from experience. 
I know Mexico doesn't get asylum. So for those people that think that you're just going to come and get legal, it doesn't work like that. They think that you're going to come and um, get all these free things. It doesn't work like that. There was times where I had to go to the hospital and I had to pay out of pocket. So I feel like as an immigrant, you know, when you hear these things, I feel like there's a big misconception. I hope that other people from South America that have gone through this system call and maybe educate us all. Because I guess, I, like I said, I feel there's a big misconception. Um, people believing that people come and they get all these these um, free things and they don't struggle. It's, it's not like that. And like I said, I'm speaking from experience, you know. Um, like when they have a dream match, I was already here many years, and when Obama came out came out with the Dream Act, that didn't even benefit me. It did benefit other kids, other people, other um, children that were brought after me, which upset me a lot because I was like, you know, it just makes you realize how the immigration system is so screwed up. It's 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 broken, you know. And instead of like bringing immigrants, I do agree that. Um, they need to help the ones that have been here waiting forever. Like there's people from Mexico, like I said, they don't get to claim asylum. So some of them have to wait for over 10 years to get a, a green card. And they need to do something about that before bringing new people in. I do agree with that. I just, like I said, we need to educate ourselves and understand better because when I go to like Facebook, I go online and I read all these different comments. And even though, you know, they're conservatives. It's like, I don't know what possesses. Now, I have a question. I have a question for you. Now, <laughs> you said that you're able to become legal? Yes. But that, like I said, it took forever. Now, hold on, hold on. I got, I, got, I got one more question. So if you're able to become legal, what was that process? Because I've spoken to some people that, were, that came over here when they were children by their parents, and they said that, mm-hmm. that they, can't, they can't do the whole legal thing because they have to go back home or not not home but where they were born so how does that really work yeah. how, how does the becoming legal process work so like i said you have to educate yourself there's every case has a different um every case is different so for every, you how was it like, what, what, what did you do to become legal I became legal through my parents because so they were here since the 80s and they were legalized so they applied for me so like I said, when September 11 happened, um, everything was froze and nobody, like the, the immigration wasn't doing anything. So a few years later, when they kind of started like picking up back in, I turned 18 years old, they put me in another category where it took even longer. Um, and that like, I I mean, it took almost- So, so your parents, how, how, did you, how did your parents become legal? Through the amnesty back in the 80s. From Reagan, okay. Okay, so they got the the, amp, the Reagan amnesty, and then when they got that, you were put on the list to become legal next at that point back in the 80s? No, I wasn't here. I was in Mexico, so then they brought us up. Like, I was I was actually in Mexico. Um, my parents left me behind for a few years, um, so I grew up with an aunt. And, I mean, you know. So, so when, when, you, when you applied to become legal, were you in the States at that point? Yes. Okay. So, so you, so you can be, so, uh, so, so you can be here illegally and then apply for citizenship. You can, but you're not going to get like, it's going to take a while to get And Like I said, I was a minor. So 
let's say that you let's say that you're from Mexico, you come and then your parents can apply for you. Well, it depends on your age, how you were brought in. It takes it's just it's not like just going in there and asking. It is a long process. It's a difficult process. It takes um, time. It takes money. And it all depends on your basis, your status. Like, you're not just going to go in there and say, give me a citizenship or whatever. No, it's the process. And it all depends on your circumstances. So, like I said, we were brought in as children. And we had to wait for the status. And like I said, September 11 made everything hard. To where I didn't even qualify for the DREAM Act, being that I was already here over 10 years. Other children that were brought in after me qualify, which I didn't think it was fair at all. You know, I was like, well, you know, I'm 30 years old. I've been here since I was really young and I still don't get to qualify to, to get a permit, a driver license. Like these laws should be for the people that have been here already. So the immigration right. system is really screwed up. When people talk about the immigrate, the immigrants, they think they're just going to walk in there and get all these different things, get help, get money. No, it doesn't work like right. that. And it upsets me to hear that because I lived the process. I've been through the system, and I know how it works. And so, I understand. It's just, I think the thing that the thing that aggravates me the most is like all these hate towards immigrants. Also, like I feel like people not being educated and understanding how it works. Um, well, I got I got I got I got to ask you a question now. You you understand why some people don't like the illegal aliens that come over when they shouldn't. Like we all know, you can't come over here illegally. You got to do things right, and also. The people that I know who were legal immigrants, they came from different countries like Africa, um, right. Asia, and they spent a lot of money, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars, years. I know a girl that spent $100,000, the whole family spent $100,000 to bring everybody over here from Africa. Okay, and then you have illegal aliens just come across the border, so it's unfair. It, it kind of like, it's like, why, why, why do things legally if another person can do it illegally and and just stay here and get all types of benefits. What's the point? So do you understand what I'm saying? Like when I'm telling you that Mexico and other countries, it's a more difficult process. I mean, I understand, like, I understand I about the difficult process, but it's difficult for everybody. Like I was saying, people coming from Africa, spending years, 10, 15, 20 years to come over here, hundreds of thousands right. of dollars. So it's the same thing for everybody. It so, shouldn't be any different for a person because they come from Mexico. If they're an immigrant, it should so be the same for all immigrants. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like right now, instead of bringing all those, I think I think I think the main you know? I think the I think the main problem is not with legal immigrants. Here's the difference: the problem is not with legal immigrants. The problem is with illegal aliens, not legal immigrants. So, like right now, when they're trying to like say we're gonna get the Mexican, why not help the people that have been here waiting for 10, 20 years or whatever? Like, like that's what I'm saying. The system is broken, and so I'm not sure how it works for um, people from Venezuela, Colombia, um, Guatemala, Chile, like all these um, South American um, countries. I'm not sure how what the system all right. looks like for them. But I know that when they claim Mycelium, like people from Cuba, you just have to, you know, be on dry land and you get yeah. a work permit, you, you get a citizenship. Well, I got to say one more thing. I got I got limited time here. I, I got I to gotta close the show on now. But the thing about it is the whole thing with asylum they're trying to do right now is a political thing. They're just trying to get people to come over here and vote for the Democrats. And also they want to get people that are work for a smaller amount of money. It's a political thing. It's not about people that are actually trying to come over here the right way. You know, they should 
have their process be tightened up for those that are doing the right thing, but they don't care about that because they're about political purposes. They want to get the illegal aliens to come here and take advantage of them for political reasons, not anything else. But thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So shout out to the caller. I have time for one. I, I see callers been calling in for a while. I'm going to get to this last call, and then I got to wrap it up. Y'all can, can, can keep me here all night. All right, caller, I'm speaking to 917. Hi, I'm Brenda calling from New York City. All righty, what's going on? Hi, ABL. I was calling. Did you hear about the worldwide rally that happened today? The worldwide rally for, for what? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about it on the news. A friend of mine in New York, that's the only reason I know about it, is uh, because one of my friends, her name is Joe Rose. She is one of the organizers, but it was happening in 45 countries around the world. And it's a worldwide rally for freedom of people who are against the lockdowns, against masks, against forced vaccinations, basically, you know, just wanting to, to promote freedom for all. And they're promoting it more as a celebration. The last I heard, because I, I wasn't able to attend in person, but um, I know, my, like I said, my friend, Joe Rose is one of the organizers, and um, she's friends with Christopher Wright, who I think you know. Yes. Um, I think that, yeah, so, um, and uh, if it wasn't for me personally knowing her, I wouldn't even hear about this. I mean, even though it's in New York, but still, it's so, this news is not put out there, and it's happening in 45 countries. Don't- uh, all it's in Finland and Poland, Austria, Norway. The uh, the last I heard when I spoke to one of my friends who was going today, uh, and um, a woman I know, you may know her too, Kara uh, Castronova. Um, she said that it was peaceful and that it was a very celebratory um, atmosphere. Um, I haven't heard any news since. I'm waiting to hear, and I haven't heard news about how it's going in the rest of the world but um if i would hope like if it comes out i would love to hear your opinion about it if you hear any news about it uh or if you looked into it and i also just want to let your listeners know about it because this is the kind of thing that i would expect local news or cnn or worldwide news to be covering and it's not mm. you're hearing about it from word of mouth on the internet Right, right. Well, I'll look into it. Check so it out. It was, yeah, so it's called the Worldwide Freedom Rally. It happened today, Saturday, March 20th. In New York City, it happened in Union Square, which is a popular area in the, in you know, like we're gathering and shopping and stuff. Um, and Joe Rose was one of the organizers in New York. And um, so, yeah, I just wanted to know if you heard about it and – I, honestly, I figured you might not have because the news doesn't talk about it, you know? Right. Um, so I just wanted to let you know, and I would love to I, – I, and that's why I was calling, but I I have not been totally listening because I was waiting. I didn't want to have it. I had the TV on mute, so I've been watching. I figured I'd watch the whole episode later. But intermittently, I would turn on the um, – the volume and I heard the lady speaking earlier about immigration and I feel for her, but I just also want to just add real quick and then I'll hang up. Um, 
that one of the reasons I'm against illegal immigration and I don't have anything against immigrants is because I feel it feeds the cartels and it hurts the, you know, it's not the cartels because they're doing, they're selling drugs. They don't care about that. But the coyotes, you know, they, they get people into sex slavery because when you hear about um, people paying 8,000, sometimes you hear that they're paying $8,000 to come over and people are saying, well, where do they get this money from if they have $8,000? They don't have the money. What happens is the coyotes set them up with a bank account and a job. They come in and then they have to pay off that money. It's basically modern day indentured servant, which indentured servant is slavery. So that's one of the reasons why, not the only reasons, but one of the main reasons I'm against open borders and letting just any anybody in because a lot of times these people end up coming in and they end up becoming basically slaves. Right on. Well, thank you for your call. Yeah. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too. Look into the Worldwide Rally. I'll check it out. Thank you. Okay. Bye. All right. That'll be enough for me. Thank you all for uh, being here. I appreciate you guys. Uh, no, no more calls is what I mean when I say enough. No more calls, but I got super chats to read right quick. Then I wrap it on up, put the bone on top. Thank y'all for being here yet again. Um, if you've not liked the video yet, go ahead and do that. If you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. And this video will be available as audio only podcast form on your favorite audio streaming platform, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, etc. A link for that will be in the description box below. Also, go to your favorite site, go to your Apple iTunes and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Give me a five-star rating, a review, whatever you can over there. I'd most certainly appreciate it. Also, uh, super chats, I'm going to read right quick, and then we got to wrap it on up. If you couldn't get in, it's not my fault blame the white man because that's the reason why everything's not the way you want it to be in your life. But anyway, thank you to David Reed for uh, being a member of the ABO squad and upgrading to the ABO squad. I appreciate you. Shout out to Sean who says Texas plus Florida equals flexus. <laughs> Shout out to Wendigo Smith who says Russia, China will conquer England easily. USA next. Terrenius says, hey, ABO, the tables and restaurants have force shields around them. You didn't know? <laughs> have force shields around them. Hilarious. Wolfgang says, I only had only two times in my ethics course, and I could tell the professor was crap. Uh, New Yorker, too. LOL. Dropped it so fast and got teaching through film. <laughs> Shout out to Gordon, who says, you should be the next rush. L, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Love you, bro. Thank you. Shout out to Laura for your donation. Thank you to... TSM Space, who says transgender is a fetish, not a gender. It shouldn't be part of children's education to be encouraged and encouraging of a fetish. Shout out to Buck versus Windshield, who says, I worked in HVAC. City condo, 10% fresh air was minimum by law. The filters do not filter all the air, maybe 97%. Green New Deal will make sure no energy to warm winter fresh air. Shout out to Kimmy, who says, hello, ABL. As always, you have amazing callers and... You are always amazing. Your wife is a very fortunate woman, as I'm sure you both are. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. I'm sure she appreciates that as well. She's probably in the chat reading that. So shout out to you. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Mary, who says, did you hear about Lil Mama starting a heterosexual rights movement? I did see that. I saw that just now. I happened to be on the Instagrams, and I saw that. So shout out to Lil Mama doing that. Yeah, that's 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 excellent. Uh, matter of fact, if I could find that right quick, I'll put it on the screen. Yeah, there we go. I mean, now what's going to happen is who's going to try to cancel Lil Mama? If you don't know, she's a rapper, been around for a while, been around for a long time. 
She's also an actress. I think she was in the TLC movie. I mean, it might have been on Lifetime. But yeah, heterosexual rights movement. I'm with that 100%. You got all kind of LGBT, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Then at a certain point, does their rights encroach upon our rights as heterosexual, if you are heterosexual? When, when do their rights end and ours begin, basically is what I'm trying to say. But thank you for that. Um, let me see. I might do a video on that, matter of fact. I'm going to just go ahead and bookmark that. And shout out to Ed's Afternoon Show who says, thank you again, ABL, hashtag Venezuela, hashtag everything will be all right. Don't let the cities, don't let the elites destroy your mental health. It's number one form of attack to weaken you. Bart versus Windshield says, idiocracy too. Uh, the beginning, the movie is being filmed at the White House now. Buy tickets at the ABL merch site. Thank you. Wolfgang says, the way that Supreme Court ruled recently, last decade on defamation, this cherry picking by the news to meet narratives fits defamation and soothe them. Uh, the anti-view says, these are the same people who say race doesn't exist. Look at the Minnesota Museum of Science, shaking my head. Thank you to Jennifer for, for becoming an ABL supporter. Shout out to Tech Key, who says the easiest way to turn someone racist is to constantly tell them they are racist. Exactly. Big time facts. Uh, Leo says, why do people, Democrats, say it's just a fail? They say, oh, I fall. Oh, I fall. Pardon me. Why do Democrats say it's just a fall? They say, oh, I fall all the time. Newsflash. It's more than just this. It's speeches during the election. And I don't know why I'm sing signing and much more. While I'm singing. Exactly. The thing about Biden is that he has had a lot of different little mishaps. You know, a lot of things that don't really look right. Looking confused and lost. And, you know, the fall is just one more thing. And he bragged about being able to run down ramps and run up ramps. And but she fell multiple times on them steps. It didn't look too good. I thought, I thought his knee was pretty much toast. His knee or his shin, it was crazy. So I need you to go ahead and get it together before you start trying to talk crap, Mr. Biden. Thank you to chat for your donation. Shout out to Buck vs. Winshield who says, I'm happy to be over 50. No one can project their own insecurities on me. Some people try to say I'm some way. I laugh and walk away. Cold Hater Rate says, do you think the left will ultimately do themselves in with their own cancel culture BS? Oh, yeah, it's happening right now. Have you seen the young lady, Alexi McCammond, who got fired? Well, she didn't get fired. She resigned from Team Vogue before she even started. Like She got hired to Team Vogue. And then some sweets came out. I guess it was some racist stuff. I don't know. They're calling it racist. She was 17 years old in high school. Doesn't matter because she's over there on the left with Team Vogue. Team Vogue is super woke. Team Vogue is like Baby Hitler magazine. It's like Mein Kampf for teeny boppers. You understand what I'm saying? But anyway, um, so she's over there. And some things came out. They may have been so-called racist. And it was pressure on her to resign. She hadn't even started working yet. So they're doing themselves in right now. Sharon Osborne, another example. This is going to be happening a lot. You know, and if you're a white, uh, woke leftist, then you're going to be first on the firing squad, unfortunately, proverbially, not to promote any kind of violence. So don't nobody get uh, offended and try to flat me. But I digress. Shout out to Labra Bulls, who says, take the fight to the left. Exactly. Shout out to Frank for your donation, who says, if you're always thinking about race and constantly bringing it up, especially in situations where it has nothing to do with it, then you are racist. Correct. Shout out to Megan who says, historically speaking, people should just stop acting holier than thou. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel Orr for the uh, for you emoji. 
the T, I appreciate that. Uh, Pack the Bagpiper says, my pronouns are beep, bop, boop. Thanks for the top-notch information and content, ABL. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, Buff versus Winshield says, will Putin start a war because Biden is a potato? No, Putin is all fish on. Pineapple Lottopotamus says, I know you're not religious, but a lot of fans pray for you. Have you noticed more energy or vitality in yourself from prayers you've gained popularity? I, I mean, maybe I have. I, I can't really. I have so much stuff going on. It's kind of hard for me to really notice some things, but, you know, things have been going good. So maybe you guys, I know you guys have got my back. So I th- thank you all for the support, for sure. Shout out to Laura, who says, the left hates free thinkers. Congrats, ABL, reaching 800,000 subs and for creating a forum for free thinkers. Keep spreading, the, keep speaking the truth. Thank you. Thank you to Mitch Girl POV, who says, thank you for all that you do. Blessings to you and your lovely wife. Thank you. Matthew Phillips says, notice how LGBT Captain America looks like Antifa. Yeah, he does. That's a very good observation. Thank you to Mason, who says, I appreciate having the show with decency and respect, even when there are different viewpoints. Thanks, ABL. Hey, no problem, man. That's what I do all the time. I'm just being me. I'm like that all the time. And shout out to Wolfgang, who says, which race commits more commits suicide the most, most oppressed? Ah, well, you already know what time it is. I think it's, uh, it's going to be white, at least in America. But thank y'all for being here. I appreciate you guys. You are the best audience anywhere on the internet. I'll be back again, of course, live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, 11 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm here all the time every day. You know, pre-recorded videos at least twice a day. Normally, that's what I try to do. Monday through Saturday, I'm here. I'll be off tomorrow. But you guys, if you want one of these flags that are behind me, go to bhedesigns.com. I'm going to plug them right quick. You know, these guys have been a very good sponsor of mine. They're American-made right here. So, you know, I want to go ahead and just post this link, and you guys can go check them out right here. This is an affiliate link, so it helps me out a whole lot. So thank you, guys. And I have a new merch store coming. I'm working on it right now. So the Teespring store is going to be retired pretty soon, but I'm going to do another store. It's going to be better, better selection of merch, better everything, more customizable. I can have different things on there. I can do license plate. Um, hold, I can do a lot of different things on that particular storefront. So look forward to that coming pretty soon. I'll announce it probably with a video or a community tag post coming up very, very soon. Like next week, I'm going to do that. So look out for that. But in the meantime, check out the flags right there. Hey, Bill from the Hills, look at it. Use the link that's right here because it helps me with the referral. See the little F at the end? That helps me out a lot because they know, okay, it's coming from ABL directly so they can so they can sense that. So that's all I got for now. So until next time, oh, and shout out to the mods, of course, doing a great job, keeping them trolls in chat, keeping them links and everything flowing. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.